have ever thought it was possible <laughs> to have two episodes actually happen in a row. <laughs> I mean, I think it happens once in a blue moon. Yeah. We're getting Every there. So often. Yeah, it's just we're still trying to figure out the schedules, unfortunately. Well, shit's about to get real weird because Keith's new job, he's going to be traveling all the time. He's going to be Skyping in, I guess. Yeah, I guess. So. I don't know. Or maybe. Sorry, Keith. But it's my show now. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. Wow. <laughs> no, um, we all know the truth. We know it's Aaron's show. He's the only one that's been here from day one. Been on almost every episode. I think I've been on every episode. I believe. I don't believe Other there's than ever anime. been. Yeah, but anime. Uh, Padio Casto. Padio Casto. Yeah. Um, speaking of which, bruh, Danielle, can you c- communicate? Back when we had that hurricane, like, what was it, two years ago now? <laughs> I've said it before, but I had these, like, my my house got so hot that I uh, my comics were melting. I think I said it last time. And I went over to, like, say, hey, can you hold these since you have power? So I'm like, these comics don't melt because they're really expensive. I still haven't got a hold of her, dude. <laughs> I know she's in town. I don't think I'm she is. I'm just going to set up a mouse trap at her door. So is she, she in like, town? I'm going to step up, put a bear trap in front of her door. I mean, I think she has been in the last Oh, yeah, because she's been around here and there. Yeah. Anyways, we talked about that last she time. She said she was moving back, and then who knows? I mean, I don't know. I don't I fucking don't know. know. Whatever. Uh, so welcome back. Uh, welcome back. <laughs> we're gonna do a full spoiler review of Joker. We're gonna go deep. I mean, yeah. Who knows how long it'll be? I'm not promising we analyze scene by scene because I don't have that good of a memory. But we're just gonna spoil. Um, I as well. And right now, if you're worried about that because you haven't seen it, don't worry about it. It'll be a, there'll be a definitive barrier. Where you can yeah, avoid we'll tell it, you. we'll pretty much probably wait till the very end. Mm-hmm. So you know, listen at your leisure, and then we'll we'll give a full on like, hey, right now, stop. And maybe in the description we'll write, you know, Joker spoilers at time tag. Yeah, I just gotta remember to do that. I uh, remember which we won't. So it's also two days after I recorded the last episode of Keys, so I've not been doing shit. Uh, okay, I will say I bought a couple of games. Um. MMOs that are like in early access that I'm just like I'm gonna buy them now that they're cheap and I'll keep them on my radar you know like and if they're good like they're both like PvP ones one's like a new Ultima Online you, you can't do that though you can't buy a PvP player versus player MMO and not start grinding now you're gonna jump in in a month and just be killed well, no. for, forever they're in alphas so they'll wipe all the time they wipe okay. every new patch every big patch so uh, I got Crowfall, which is um, by the guys that made Shadowbane uh, way back when. I mean, if you know MMOs, Shadowbane was going to be the second coming of Christ because it was a fully PvP MMO. Like, the whole game was PvP. And okay. it failed, but uh, people love it. You know, people had, you know, good memories. Are you on your week? Yeah. Hit oh, that, I should probably hit it. Yeah, hit the fucking drop. It's been... Uh, I mean, I was just kind of saying things I've done just because I haven't, you know, done anything. But yeah, yeah. Um, and then I got uh, Legends of Aria, which is an Ultima Online spiritual successor. It has really bad reviews, but it was like 20 bucks. So I just grabbed it because there's a server that is Ultima Online. Like people made a fan-made server because they have like modding tools. And so uh, it's really it's really choppy right now because the people that own that server don't have a lot of servers. You know, like they they have... A four right now but you know they don't cover all the regions so they're in u.s central so i don't know maybe i'll just have bad 
connection to it. But, uh, sorry. Graphically, it's pretty cool. It's an isometric game, very Diablo style, but, um, Baldur's Gate ish. Yeah, Baldur's Gatey, but in an MMO world, like in a big open world. Um, it's slow, but I had fun. I played it for like an hour last night and just dicked around. And Crowfall was like 40 bucks, I think. Um, but it's early access, and I figured, you know what, I'll grab it now, and then I'll forget about it. Like, I'll play it a little bit, you know, figure it out, and I played a little bit before you came, but I'll forget, and then when it fully launches, I'll just have it, and I'll just like, sweet, and I'll play it, you know? Word. Uh, it's weird, because the... So, if you've ever played an MMO, most of them have... You have to hold, like, right mouse button to turn your camera, right? Like, if not, you'll just be moving a mouse around, so you can click things and stuff. But this is always engaged. Like the mouse is your camera, so right mouse button does something. So it's a little taking a little getting used to, you know. Right. Um, but it it actually looks really nice. Like the character models are really cool. There's not a lot of customization, right? There's like three faces and like ten haircuts, things like that. I don't that. really care about that stuff anymore. It takes too damn long yeah. to do it. And man. then you put a helmet on almost immediately. Exactly. Yeah. Dark Souls. I just use default face because I'm gonna wear a dope helmet the whole time. Yeah. It's yeah. even like wrestling games that have ultimate customization stuff. I just download pre-created shit. You said that about Code Vein, which you haven't played. Also, you were like, oh, I'll just be regular buddy. Well, yeah. When I did the demo, I just was like, default face, default yeah. shirt. Who cares? This game changes anyways. You, I mean, you're always going to look like Kirito. It's Kirito, yeah. it's Kirito Souls. Kirito. <laughs> um, speaking of, I haven't played it. It's in my PS4, and I... Played it for a couple hours over two days, and all I did was go, I want to play Dark Souls. Yeah. I just want to play Dark Souls 3. I liked what I played of it. I just had no earn, like yearning to play it. Yeah, that's care. it. There's yeah. not a lot of enemy diversity, and a lot of the dodge timing is really annoying. Like It's not precise. There's not like a there's not a lot of iframes is what I'll say. Okay. If you're flat on the ground, like you're in the middle of your roll and they swing, they will fucking hit you. So it's like there's no point in even dodging. Like you just eat all the attacks and just attack. At least yeah. for me, because there's no blocking. Like there is, but it's useless. There's no shields. Yeah, it's blocking in the sense that you still take a percentage of damage. Yeah. Like in Dark Souls, if you don't have a 100% damage shield, yeah. then blocking is just pointless. And the parrying timing is really wacky. So I just, every, I don't know. Every weapon type, like well, like Dark Souls, every weapon yeah. type has a different parry like window, and you have to like learn that. And the whole point of the game is to kind of like max out every like build class you get, so yeah, that you, can you can build blend. your own. Yeah. So fuck that. And it's weird. Yeah. It. <laughs> I also didn't like any of the weapon types. Like, nothing clicked for me. They didn't feel good. You know, like, for me, I, I end up using the bayonet quite a bit just because I could shoot from far away, and then it was pretty fast, like, if you're up close, but you don't have a heavy attack. I couldn't figure out how to shoot it. Oh, heavy attack. Triangle. Oh. Yeah. Okay. And I hated that I couldn't map the controls. Like, I know you said, like, fuck it, I don't mind because not everything has to be souls, but if you're making a souls-like, I really like to be able to yeah. R1, R2. Like, I like to just be able to jump in. I think it's because I play so many different games that mm -hmm. I'm used to like Square being Slash and Triangle yeah. being Slevy Hash, Slevy Hash, Heavy Slash. <laughs> um, yeah, that's kind of how I feel about it a little bit too. Like, I like it. You know, it's cool, but something just isn't like grasping me to like continue. And it's not just the non varied areas or enemies. Yeah. It's just something. I just don't care about it. Like, yeah. And. 
I get annoyed. Like I, I like anime, but I hate fan service. Like I hate big jiggly titties, and it's not like for anything. Oh, it has that. Oh yeah, and it's not for anything like, like I'm sure you know there are people that find it offensive. That's not it. I just it annoys me because I'm like, you think I'm some fucking weirdo at my house beating off to hey, anime titties. Everyone who likes jiggly anime titties doesn't necessarily fall into the class of weirdo. Uh, if I you're mean, looking at cartoon have, titties look, and getting a boner, you're a weirdo. All right, you telling me if I pull up some cartoon titties right there, you're not going to pop a boner sometimes? Not even close. Not even ever? And you want to know how far I've taken this test? I've watched <laughs> anime porn on Pornhub to see if I liked it. I've done it all, dude. I've been out there and I couldn't get really? a boner. I mean, I think It's like, not real. I want to feel like I could, I could be that person. Years and years ago, I had like... What I wanted to maybe be a hentai phase, but it was always kind of like, it's it's more the thought of what's happening. It's like yeah. the the ideology of there is sex happening. Yeah, but yeah, you always feel like we. I mean, you always feel weird, anyways, post self coitus. Yeah. But when it's <laughs> but when it's like when it's hentai, it's a little, str- it's a no, little listen, strange. We all go down some paths where afterwards, because there's like, <laughs> I don't know how it is for women, because I'm not a woman. But for me as a man, there's a point where like the hormones take over and you don't even give a shit. You're just watching yeah. whatever and something catches your eye. <laughs> and later you'll think about it and you're like, I was watching something fucking weird. Yeah, I've had a couple of moments like that I won't comment on. Where like once at the moment the moment of clarity, yeah. you just look back at the screen and you're like, <laughs> What am I watching? Yeah, you gotta close that shit quick. Yeah. So you <laughs> don't think about but it. But make sure to close it, but then look away from the screen because your phone or your TV goes black and then you can look yep. at yourself in the face. You don't want that to happen. Nope. Then you stare in your face. <laughs> And it's always a terrible <laughs> angle. <laughs> like you have a double chin and you're like, uh, no. oh boy. Oh, no. I'm if a... it's your phone, you just see your eyes looking back. <laughs> if it's your TV and it's big enough, you see the full picture and you're even more depressed. Yeah. But um, Then you're like, I'm just a fucking disgusting, unfuckable loser. Uh, no, I mean, I think it also matters as well if like, if you have, not to be lewd, but if you have like a partner or real titties in your life, mm-hmm. cartoon titties just seem kind of weird. Yeah. I mean, there is something about porn, which is it's wish fulfillment. So you watch stuff that you're not getting, right? You're not going to just watch the exact thing you do yeah. at your house because you're like, I do that. That's fun. Yeah. Like, I get that part. What I want to see is like, you know, fucking someone doing a handstand and, you know, <laughs> someone else eating their butthole. Someone like, doing a sunset flip while wearing Timberlands. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm talking yeah, about? Yeah, of course. Um, anyways. Anyways. <laughs> porn uh, nerds. But I digress. Um, <laughs> what was I saying? Oh, so that annoys me like. Because a lot of times it's needless. Like, it's just this, like the main girl. You saw her, the girl that uh, wakes you up in the beginning. She'll just be talking or her titties will just be swinging around and you're like, Oh, uh, it's like Why? Dead or Alive where they have yeah. that, like, it's like it's a jello physics. And then even though nothing else is moving, it's like they put just the wind is blowing yeah. viciously, but yeah. only on the boobs. Yeah. Yeah. That's kind of annoying. That happens in Dead or Alive, the fighting game, a lot where they're just standing still or in like the wind poses. They're like, they put the peace sign out, yeah, yeah, and then, and then the the boobs are just like, it's not that bad, but they do jig like it is needless jiggle where it's like, like that's not how life works. Like uh, Gurren Lagann, Gur- yeah, I've like, never seen it. Uh, Gurren Lagann is, it's, I think it's Gurren really... Lagann, but I don't know. All right, Gurren Lagann, Gurren Lagann. Uh, yeah, that's like an anime, a really, really cool mech-based anime yeah. with giant set-piece battles, like enormous, awesome, mm-hmm. amazing stuff. But there's a character in the game, in the game, in the, in show. the anime, who's a girl, who her costume is a bikini top, 
and like shorts. That's like Blue but, Exorcist. But she's a badass though. Yeah. But it's always Jiggle Town and yeah. they're always crawling and the camera's like, it's like, you know what? That's not a camera fluke. You drew that. Yeah. And I get it, but it's also like, it's also a really good show. Yeah, I mean, look, there's there is the the male body version of that, which is like super but like every ripped. Arnold Schwarzenegger movie from the eighties. You know, we had all that where it was anime like, guys ripped zero body fat perfect hair. Yeah, dude. But it's not as annoying because it's just like that's just their character. Like if they if they were just cool looking and you're just jealous because they're super cool looking, you're like, all right, whatever. But it's not like these guys have giant dicks that they wear like only a loincloth, so you just see it flying around all the time because that would be annoying, you know? Kind of. They sometimes have like the big bulge. Well, uh, in Blue Exorcist, which I just finished and I really liked, there's a character that's like his teacher, and she's this chick. She pulls a samurai, like a samurai sword, out of her in between her chest, Cleavage. like her chest bone. And she just wears a bikini top and shorts where her butt crack hangs out all the time. And I'm like... That's like the character from Gurren Lagann. Yeah, right? I'm like, Gurren you Lagann. would be so annoyed just trying to keep your titties and ass in your clothes that you would not be able to fight. Like, and it's not functional. not to slice your chest cavity Yeah, it's open. like not functional. It's very annoying. But, um, yeah, Code Vein, I don't know. I would say that's a sale game. Wait for a sale, grab it if you're bored. Yeah, I fucked up and bought it at sixty. And you know what's stupid? I bought it at sixty while I paced in front of GameStop, and I was like, "You were talking to me, and I said just borrow mine." <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Should I just buy it?" Because the week before it, I believe Catherine Full Bodied came yeah. out, and I had it pre-ordered with the Steelbook, and I was like, "I already beat this game, and I don't need to play as Catherine with a Q," and. I'm not paying sixty for it. Yeah. I'll wait till it drops. It's a great game, but I'll gladly pay forty. Yeah. And I'm not paying sixty dollars or something. Forty with a steelbook would have been fine. Which it will be. And then something was like, all right, and the pre order bonus wasn't even good, man. It's two weapons, two or three weapons that will probably be not even useful in, Dude, after two hours. You know what I've learned? Now that like we've been doing pre order bonuses for fifteen 16 years you know what i mean like it's i don't know if it's 15 maybe well like 13 it's been like 10 i don't know i think about like think about well you didn't pc game okay so a lot of pc games you would get like like in world of warcraft 2004 that's 15 years ago you would get a pet like you you could pre-order and get the diablo pet but that would help the gameplay right no it's just a pet it's just a cosmetic pet little guy follows you around how much was it it was part of the pre-order bonus. Oh, okay. It's free. That's fine. Yeah. But like, well, but I, what I I've learned is, we've all learned this. Any weapon you get, that you're like, hell yeah, it Garnage. is useless immediately. Like yeah. you find an item and you're like, oh, it's way better already. Except for Greedfall. Greedfall, they gave you like a sword that's pretty good in the beginning. Like it has a flame effect on it. So it's actually useful. The armor you get is like, Okay, it's like middle of the road, but like yeah. it, it'll service you for a couple levels, depending. Well, it was like it's like Assassin's Creed Odyssey. Mm-hmm. I bought like the deluxe one, so instead of sixty, I paid eighty. Yeah, yeah. But I got it during uh, November, like Black yeah. Friday stuff. So it was instead of eighty, it was maybe forty, and I got like two extra bonus costumes and weapons. They were better for like the first hour of the yeah. game. And then I'm automatically finding helmets that are better. Yeah, and it's not really worth it. I mean, they're cool if they're cosmetic and you they're can cosmetically put them on. dope. Yeah, and you can upgrade them, but in the end, it's just like why bother? It's the same thing with like the the code vein shit. Like I think it wasn't GameStop, but somebody offered like 
like a jacket or like a piece of armor. Yeah, your you, armor changes in that you game. You get a new set of armor the second you start the game. Like yeah. you walk to a chest and there it is. Like part of selecting your outfit in the customization is like choose your shirt. Mm-hmm. Um, that's why I'm I'm so super happy they didn't do choose your shirt, your elbow pads, your wristband. Because like wrestling games are crazy. It's like you can tape any of your fingers, your wristband, your elbow, mm-hmm. your el- uh, elbow pad, shoulder pauldrons, shirt, chest piece, hanging necklace, headpiece, mask, paint. Horns. Oh no no! You can do all of that in this game. Yes, you can have multiple accessories. You can put armbands on, like five of them. You can put. No, fuck that. I'm you done. can put a bow on the side of your head and a horn on the other. I saw somebody. Pardon me. Someone used like some kind of little knot or thing and made a marge. They, yeah, they built a stack yeah. of uh, of blue. They made cloud already, like yeah. a really good one, because you can do two hairstyles at the same time. So you can use one oh. as a base. And then do spikes on one side and spikes on the other. So you can make like, you know, how Goku has like three spikes on one side and yeah. two on the other. You can do that. Well, what they need to do is make like with a lot of the wrestling games as well as like things like Soul Calibur 6, make them shareable. Yeah. Make what make the best person, make the person who makes the best cloud be able to share it. Yeah. And then you could use it. And then you could look up that person's uh, account. Mm hmm or whatever name they want to put, download their version. Because if not, we go back to the PS2 days or the PS1 days with like games like Attitude and stuff, WWF Attitude, where we had to download formulas. Yeah, and you'd so have it'd be to, like, use R, you know, red 32, yeah, it'd be green like, go to mask, 12. It'd be, yeah. like, it'd be like mask 27, and then it'd be like go to first color slider, and it'd be like X-axis, Negative thirty-two, y-axis yep. one hundred forty-seven. <laughs> then go to horn eight, and then put it at axis, and then you'd have to do all. And I used to do all that shit. I used to. <laughs> I still have like stacks of pages, of uh, especially when Capcom vs. SNK uh, two, uh, CVS two, with the Mark of the Millennium Tour two thousand and one, one of the best fighting games ever. Let you fuck with the color palettes. Yeah, but sprite color palettes are weird because you might have a color that's on the wrist that also reflects on the pants. Yeah, but people would make really elaborate shit. But then you'd have a two-page recipe to make Rugal look like Joker. Yeah, which was dope, and I still have that recipe. But like, it takes too long, and it's not really worth it in the end. Yeah, man, you look like that's nothing. why when I eventually do start my code vein, I'm going OG face, OG suit. Same thing. The little bit of time I spent with Mass Effect, OG oh, Shepard. Yeah, no, I was go. OG if there Shepherd. is a. Like with Shepard, there is a standard Shepard that is the canonical one. It's that guy. Eventually, they um, they decided that Canon Shepard is the girl with red hair. That was in Mass Effect Two, I think. Sure. Yeah. I mean, or if you're Finn, you could get that really, really dope close Kanye Shepard. You ever yeah. see it? Yeah. Back in the day, there was that meme that they had a Kanye. Somebody made somebody used those goddamn face tweak tools so much they literally made Kanye <laughs> in. Mass Effect, and I was like, I almost want to play it. Actually, I think I might have lied. I think there's a canon male and a canon female Shepard. It's like, yeah, yeah, what, the, yeah there's yeah, canon just, male, yeah. and then there's the canon redhead girl. But male Shepard was the perfect one, like m- m- like the normal standard canon male, because the other ones weren't great. Like that, you could tell they spent time on canon Shepard. Like, yeah, it just looked better. Um, no, because then your character always comes out looking a little cross-eyed. Their yeah. nose is a little too like either big or small. So Have you seen that uh, weird. 
that gif that's going around when it's where it's like when my custom created characters in a cutscene and it's Woody Harrelson <laughs> sitting next to Billie Eilish and she's in like a bright green jumpsuit like a Missy Elliott jumpsuit with a purple beanie on. I've seen versions of that, dude. She's all over my Facebook, right? On ads. I don't know anything about her. I've never heard any of her music. I've okay. heard like a clip. She looks bored and tired all the time. Like okay. drugged out of her mind and tired. And I know she's like 16. I'm like, what a strange... She's 17, I think. 16, 17. Yeah, but I mean, she's a teenager. What I'm saying is like, what a strange persona f- to be bil- building, right? Okay. Like, I can tell you about this. So basically, what she is, is she's the equivalent of what I believe is the... It's the evolution of like today's modern music that started with the 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 mumble rapping and hip hop, mm-hmm. and like I think it's a blend of what happened when trap, because remember trap music came yeah. out and like chopped and screwed, and then trapped trap music came out, and then mumble rappers came out, and then mumble rappers stuff started happening, especially with I noticed with the song Rockstar by Post Malone. No, I've never Deborah, heard Post Malone. Rockstar, driven like a cop car. That music is basically it's for it's for the. Wait, um, did you see the picture of him seeing a girl show him her boobs at his concert? He looks so it. happy because that's like the that's like that's fucking that is ten million years of DNA. Yeah, that's in ca- captured in a photograph. Well, you just can't fake that kind of. Happiness. You can't fake it because like what? <laughs> um, but um, basically, what it is is like this modern kind of like modern pop hip hop music has become. Like the old drugs used to be like forties and blunts, mm-hmm. you know, get get crunk, forties uh, drink. Now we're blunts. in the opioid crisis. So basically, in the last ten years, the opioids, uh, pharmaceuticals have taken place. So if you listen to a lot of, um, and I don't even like, I know these names, I know the affiliations, but like Post Malone, I've only heard like singles here and there. Yeah, yeah. And like something like Twenty One Savage was on that song, and things like Lil Uzi Vert, and things like the guy who looks like Lisa Simpson. Uh, their music is all it's actually not bad because their rapping is really bad yeah but the music is actually stuff that if you remove the vocals from guys like you and me would actually dig the music because it's really low tempo low register dark kind of just dark hip hop beats imagine like imagine like like, like what well, you can't imagine being drunk or anything but it's like Tone no, I can down. imagine. I remember. Like, imagine being just like bro, slow yeah. motion and, and listening to, and listening you. to like D- like dark DMX beats. So there, yeah. are all these, all this music is pretty much done over really dark, low register music, and the vocals are almost incomprehensible to a way where they're it's like kind you're of already rumbling. fucked up. So basically, that music is made to like. Take fucking a handful of like Xanax mm-hmm. or eat like some Oxycontin and just which I've never done any of that yeah. shit. Like I've, I'm not gonna lie, I've said before I've done my share of I of snorted drugs, Xanax before, but um, really? and it was stupid. I just fell asleep and I was like, um, why did I do this? I think I did one Xanax in my life, and I think I told the story on nerd porn. I did a Xanax once in my life. A mm-hmm. friend gave it to me. I waited till I got home, and um, when I was on my street, I chewed it up, and then I I played like. Four hours of Final Fantasy Seven, and, and I woke it. up, and I woke up, and I was like, "How the fuck am I at the Gold Saucer? <laughs> <laughs> Why would anybody do this?" So I never did it again. But it's basically, yeah. It's so made. what what Billie Eilish is is she takes elements from that kind of like dark opioid music. But here's the deal, dude. She it's it's in the writing and the production of her voice and. 
in whoever's like guiding her vocally, her music's fucking. It's kind of dope. Okay. Like she, has, she, has, she has a hit single that everyone will probably be like, "That's fucking stupid," but she has a song called "It's Called the Bad Guy." Mm-hmm. And um, I started watching the music video after thirty. That's one with her seconds. bleeding out of her nose and shit, right? No, no, that's uh, not, no. The, you're talking about the one where she's bleeding out of her eyes. Yeah, I didn't get twenty seconds into that. I got about 20, 40 seconds into the bad guy, and I'm like, "This is too good. I have to stop." Mm. It's the song, the bad guy. It's so cool. Like even the lyrics. That's the thing with some of these, especially when people like make fun. Insync, Backstreet Boys, so stupid. I had this conversation at work the other day, and I'm like, "Look, man, it wasn't that those heartthrobs were sitting around cr- cramping writing songs. There were guys, when those guys were 18 and 15. Yeah, it was dudes like me who were 34, yeah. 35, crafting a song, who were writing this music and then training others to yeah, to sing them, and also to trick you, and it worked. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like. They wrote these songs to get in your head, and it worked. Like, bro, you know how many Beyonce and Destiny's Child songs Babyface wrote? Oh, yeah. Babyface, he never, like, went out as an old man. By the time he hit, like, 40-something, he was like, I'm tired of touring. I'm just going to, oh, what's that, Destiny's Child? Let me write them a couple songs and make millions of dollars per song. Dude, you know, um, Avril Lavigne wrote a bunch of songs. She would write for other people. She She wrote Since You've Been Gone from uh, Kelly Clarkson. She wrote... A bunch of Kelly Clarkson shit. So whoever the fuck is writing for, and I think it's a point that I said in a, a her dad's a musician though, right? Who Billy Eilish? Yeah, I don't know. I don't know much about her. Mm. I just know the bad guy thing. The video was so funny. Which is the one with the Mario Kart or the go karts? That one. Okay. It's the bad guy. I'm the bad guy. That shit. It's it's funny. The lyrics of the chorus are kind of are kind of brilliant. I really like it. And then the I, I forgot what it sounds like, but the one where she like starts bleeding tears yeah like crying i was like because her voice is really really good yeah and i realized like i can't handle this shit because it's so produced i want to like the song mm-hmm. and i want to like the artist but i know that it's a Fake. machine yeah and i i would rather you find, know who i thought about that with i'd rather find the guy who wrote the shit or mm-hmm. the girl who wrote and the follow stuff them and say hey man you were really smart for writing that but i'm not going to give Warner Brothers or Universal, the clicks. Yeah. That's why I won't even click certain You know who that was for me was uh, Linkin Park. Like, when they came out, they were catchy. You're like, oh, that's like a... Yeah, Dracula 2000. Yeah, they they were well-made, but you could hear. You're like, somebody somewhere created this song for you, and you're just the screamer. You're the rapper. You're the guy over there that plays the guitar that they wrote you the song for, you know? That depends, though. Who was the producer on that? Because if you look up like a Billy Eilish, there'll be a producer, but it, it's going to be something like... There's going to be a machine behind it, but I think Linkin Park might even have been um, a little bit more... I think it might have been a little bit of them, dude. I think they actually... I don't know, man. Can you imagine... You think they were completely fabricated can you imagine anyone writing a lincoln park song in their garage like fucking rap they weren't because you have to think about it it's like they're they are they're doing a fusion of rap and hip-hop Maybe and when rap you bring, and rock or hip-hop and or rock. hip-hop and rock uh well hip-hop and new metal yeah and if you I, that's a tough one. Like, I would really have to, like... Yeah, we'd have to search it, but I feel in my heart that they were put together. Like, the label was like, all right, Chester, we heard you screaming on something, but we didn't want you for that band. And Mike Shinoda, you weren't as good enough to be a rapper to be a solo act. Yep, yep. And, like, 
And then there's know. the weird like uh there's the weird um DJ guy. No, the 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 super Jewy looking guitar player who always wore the ear protection. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, bro, you know you can get some like earplugs. Yeah. But that became like his shtick mm-hmm. was I wear the cans. I wear cans yeah. on stage. And I might be completely wrong. I know there's a lot of people that love them. Senya listens to us, and I know she used to love Linkin Park. So correct me if I'm wrong. It's just that's the feeling I always got, and I couldn't get into them. I mean, the I ind- only radio, uh, the only band I ever heard on the radio. On, before you say that, mm-hmm. keep that in your head. Mm-hmm. I think you're right because there aren't any like Linkin Park OG demos out. Yes. So and take, you can always find scratch yes. bullshit. You of can most see bands. videos of the Deftones playing in like California yeah. in a fucking garage somewhere, and it sounds like shit. Somebody recorded on a camcorder. Nobody yeah. that I've ever seen. And like, I, I don't know, man. It's just weird. Yeah. Like, even with like my band, like, we haven't even released our first shit yet, but like, if you search Enter the Crown Live on YouTube, you can yeah. find like a 54 minute set, like the yeah. entire hour long set almost. Of us playing. Think about think about Stone Temple Pilots. Like, how bummed are they that oh. fucking Scott Weiland died and basically committed suicide because he just OD'd? But, I mean, yeah, that's that's another... Oof. And then Chester Bennington. It's like, bruh. <laughs> like, two for two, man. You just got to give it up. You got to... I mean, I mean... And listen, I never Anthony liked Linkin Park. We can throw Park. Anthony Bourdain in there and Brody. Oof. I You know, I never was a big fan. I mean... You, you can appreciate their music. Like, you listen to it, you're like, this is catchy, it's Hybrid good. Hybrid Theory is basically a collection of number one hit singles. Yeah. And, like, you can recognize that, and I do, and I don't think it's bad music per se. I just never it's liked just it. It's just not your shit. Yeah. But I was bummed when, when he killed himself. Like, that, I was sad. I'm like, that, that fucking guy was Hopefully hurting. Hopefully, that's what it was, and it wasn't the whole conspiracy, but... Oh, what's the conspiracy? The conspiracy was the same thing with Stone... T- with, uh, no, with Chris Cornell. What? They were... They were they were starting to speak about child molestation within Hollywood and uh, connections and connections to I won't even say the Clintons the Clintons yeah and that both, I heard I remember that about were Cornell. killed Cornell's and, a sad one but no Cornell's was always a tortured dude yeah like but apparently the, the, I mean they said the same thing about Chester they said you know not to put his business out there but obviously if I know it the internet knows it yeah apparently he he was also abused as a child in, yeah in a bad way. So, like, apparently they just broke and, like, I don't know, man. I mean, I guess I could see how the isolation of standing in front of 50,000 people and but fucking being, alone. being a man, but being alone. Yeah. But he had a family, too. He did. And why wouldn't you just say, fuck it, I have enough and I'm so out. So, for me, I'm going to buy a cabin and live in the woods and eat beavers. I thought I was suicidal one time, right? I thought I was. Realized I wasn't because I didn't want to do it when I, you know, got to the point. But... I didn't reach out, and I feel like you just you don't want to burden other people. Like maybe that's it, or maybe you know, like you just you feel pain, and you're like, I just want to be done. Yeah. But it's like I would hope, like I just hope we can get to the point where most people feel comfortable being able to say, like, to reach out for help. You know what I mean? There's a big push for that. The more that these really public suicides happen, it, I think it it will help. But like, man, if you're ever thinking that shit, just just reach out, like, call someone. Well, talk definitely. Someone. I mean, I can say here. All right, so two, two two lanes on this is one going back to the whole Billie Eilish and the whole recent. I think she fits into. I can't call it mumble rap anymore. I think I'm just calling it like. I don't know, man. It's like it's like opioid. Yeah, it's like it's, opioid core. It's like 
yeah, it's like opiate hip hop. It's mm-hmm. like this music that you're supposed well, to. So think, I used to do psychedelics, like acid and Ditto. And yeah. I used techno to do music existed for uppers. Like it was there because when you're on acid, you don't want to hear lyrics. You don't want to think. You want to hear insane beats that make you visualize the music. You know, like it, it helps your your experience. So this is the same thing. It's just chill jams. You know, like. Hip hop in the nineties was all about no, drinking and not, smoking weed, which is what you did while you listened to but it. But they're you know not I mean? chill jams; they are dark. Yeah, yeah, they're dark as fuck. Like you know, it's like, like somber. You ever heard the word the, the rapper Lil Uzi Vert? Mm-hmm. You ever heard that name? Yeah, yeah. You know what his name really means? What Lil Uzi Vert? Say it faster. Lil Uzi Vert. Oh, Lil, Lucifer. Lil Lucifer. Yeah, and that's why all of them, almost all of them, have album covers with them. Looking demonically possessed with their eyes rolled back in their heads. Even, and I bet. Even Billie Eilish's recent album, it's her sitting on the side of her bed with her feet dangling and she's like smiling in her PJs mm-hmm. and, her, and she has like a demented de- demonic smile and her eyes are whited out, whited out. I'm sure that shit is dope as fuck and up my alley all day. <laughs> but I can't risk that shit because just really quick to get back on the thing I was saying. The other, oh, yes. The other lane was, is yes, reach out because like... Nihilism has become like, like it's memed. It's it's kind of like hip now. Yeah, like everyone I every like every cute girl online right now has. Uh, and I'm and some of you might even hear this. I'm call you out. Uh, it, it says um on their their let's say their social media profile will say thanks for checking in. Still a piece of garbage. Yeah. Or yeah. sad sad station, and it have this the PlayStation thing, mm-hmm. or sad boys club, mm-hmm. or your daughter calls me daddy too, or I'm Hey, depressed. listen, my background photo on Facebook is a photo of birds flying uh, over the ocean, and it says, God damn it, everything is fucked. That one was, uh, there was an artist. Oh, look at just a... I mean, that's okay. Well, just a person was taking quotes from, I, it might have been my favorite murder or one of those shows, and they were just putting them like really shitty quotes that they would say like, God damn it, everything's fucked, or, you yeah. know, fuck humans or whatever it is and they'd put it over something happy well either way nihilism has become like the new in Mm -hmm. and i've been to that point where like you think you're suicidal you're like i'm gonna do it and i i've even gone and it sucks i've gone to the point of planning and making plans i know where my spot is and blah 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 and i've done it i've called the hotline Mm -hmm. i think i've called it two or three times in the last two or three years and had like a four-hour conversation bawling my fucking eyes out while i'm blackout drunk at like three in the morning Mm mm-hmm Cause I just need somebody to fucking listen to me. Yeah. Because you don't want to fucking talk to your friends because they're just gonna be like, "Oh, you're just fucking looking for attention." But it's like, no, like you know what? The only thing that stops me, mm-hmm. the only thing that stops me is leaving a mess behind. Yeah, that's what stops most. That's people. what scares me from my mom. I don't want yeah. like my mom to like be called in and like my head's blown off. Because the last thing I'm gonna do is eat a fucking bottle of Tylenol and have my stomach melt myself from the inside. <laughs> that's gross. Yeah. Easiest we way to go asleep. is jump out of a plane. But then what do they have to scoop up? They have to shovel my remains into a fucking casket or blow my head off. That's disgusting. I also shouldn't say these type of things. I'm not <laughs> suicidal. No, but it's like, you're like, here's a list of ways you can do it. No, but the thing is, is like, it's, it's, it sucks, man. And that's why I can't listen to some of these things that I think sound good because they're like aggrandizing, they're, they're fetishizing depression, mm-hmm. they're memeing depression and suicide. Yeah. Like, a lot of people in my job, like, the girls would be like, oh, my God, this sucks. I fucking want to die. I want to kill myself. And I'm like, 
All you have to do is go back and like fill the fucking rack with food. Yeah, yeah. Like, what are you talking about? You're 25. You're like, bro, I'm a 10 years ahead of you. It don't get better. It doesn't. <laughs> It's not you're in the highlight of your life. I got, I got this life. fucking kid at my job who works, and every time a customer's like, "How's your day?" He's like, "Oh, you know, just waiting to get out of here. Just wish <laughs> I wasn't at work right now." And I'm always like, "Dude, you know this is the rest of your life, right?" Yeah. Yeah, but work sucks. You know, we make fun of it. I'm like, no, but you have to realize it's gonna keep sucking more. Yeah. If you don't realize, yeah, this is your life, dude. You're- Unless you do something to fix it and get something better. Well. When I see young kids like that too, like you know, and again, we're not old, old, but I'm older. You know what I mean? Yeah, like, we're like I'm, we're like important on middle age. We're pre middle age. Yeah, we're mid thirties. Yeah. So when I see that, I just can't help but be like, oof, it's only gonna get worse because you're just you have all the energy in the world right now. Wait yeah. till you're tired, and then you're at work, and then you're tired when you get home. So you just go to bed, and like you don't even get any free time. Like. I maybe do an hour and a half of me stuff, like I'll play some video games or whatever. And even then I like start falling asleep, you know, like you're just like, whatever. And I think, man, you never recognize it. When I was in my twenties, I was like, this isn't the best time of my life. And now I look back, I'm like, those are some good ass days, dude. Like do just doing crazy shit and no fear of anything. And then now it's like, I'm just afraid of being tired at work tomorrow and like whatever. Pretty much. Cause now, now we have the fear of, I could literally make one mistake in my job and get fired. Yes. Like, yes. I realize that in my job sometimes. I'm like, I could do one thing. You know, I work like in a place that deals with food. I could do I could do something stupid, like leave a bottle of bleach on a counter or yep. something. And they go, that's a critical, you know, like you, yeah. you, you, or like the other day somebody came over and they're like, somebody from the coffee department was like, hey, can you help me with these mats? They're dirty. I don't have a station. And I almost like sanitized floor mats in like the food sink instead of going yeah. and grabbing like a mop bucket, mm-hmm. filling that with sanitizer. And I was like, wait a second. I mean, they're not going to fucking catch me. And honestly, people don't really give a fuck because to tell you yeah. the truth, nobody cares. But technically, I could, I could have lost my job that day for that, which fucks yeah. it up. And when you're young and you don't give a fuck and you're just yeah, and you're working a job, you can get another one right away. Like at yeah. the same job, you know? Like some like jobs working, are like, oh, they're twenty two. Fine, I'll hire them. But when they're like, hey, you're thirty four and you still don't have an established yeah. thing, like at least you have like a, a set of skills and you've worked in a thing. But like me, it's like, oh, so you're just some fucking long hair bearded musician loser <laughs> that travels from job to job every two years. Yeah, uh, we'll pay you bottom rate and yeah. wait till we fire you. Like that shit is what sticks with me. What's gonna happen to me? Yeah. So that was uh, our week. <laughs> yeah, so that was Aaron's oh, week. Let well, me finish out real quick. The only band I ever heard on the radio ooh, and like memory. Uh like that, you know you you hear a lot of shit on the radio and for me I was always like cheesy butt rock. I, I call it all butt rock cuz you know it's just garbage. Um That's the fun 90s 2000 ways way to say like shitty rock. Yeah, yeah, which like the ultimate butt rock is Nickelback. Yeah. Or Creed is yeah. butt rock, God, you know. Creed was terrible. Uh but are butthole surfers butt rock? No. No, cuz No, they bands. were not mainstream either, yeah. Um was well, System O Down. They're the first band I ever heard a song on the radio and was like, "Oh shit, I love that." You know, like What was the song? Was it Spiders or was it Chop Suey? It was It was Spiders. Okay. Or yeah, it was spiders. Spiders all in tune. Yeah, yeah. I like Dreaming all the chill, the, the chill jams. Dreams are mainlining <laughs> through her hair. 
There you go. That's a little preview of. Uh, I forgot how it goes. <laughs> of our new band. I I almost I almost made a bad joke. Um, it's easy. System of a Down is like the easiest one to make a really dumb joke with. Um, our new band titled "We Live in a Society," <laughs> which we'll get to. Um, but yeah, so I think I might have heard Incubus on the radio too, actually. But I, I think I saw them on MTV. But or that something. was part of like Make Yourself, or was it Pardon Me? It was Make Yourself. Make Yourself. That album. That's different, dude. That was. That's back when you can still find stuff because we didn't have we didn't have the internet. Yeah. So that was our only option, and unless you were like a, a you know, kid who bought shit over uh, album, uh, album covers. Yeah. Like I used to do the yeah, whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I would go to the mall and be like, "Yo, that looks good." I would just look and be like, "All right, anything with a Roadrunner Records sticker." Yep. I'm like, "Okay, Sepultura, Machine Head, like it's fucking Slipknot, mm-hmm. like whatever had uh, Opeth." Uh, anything that had record, you know, you'd pick like you'd know yeah. your lane, nuclear yeah. blast or some shit. But yeah, um, I was just talking to Senya yesterday, actually, uh, while we were playing League together, uh, and we were talking about bands that we like that people don't, you know, that or that we don't understand how people don't like them, right? And Incubus was one. I'm like, I, I've know two, I know two people that are like they suck, and I'm like, how how can you not like? It? They're just such like. Everybody likes them. It's not like a, any genre. They don't fit into like a thing. They're not a niche. You know, it's like they're it's just almost good not music. Subjective. Yeah, it's ob- like objectively, whether or not it's like something like Zeppelin. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whether like I don't really give a fuck about me Zeppelin. Either. You can fucking give me Zeppelin four original pressing vinyl album. I don't give a fuck. I don't care. But you'll if never you, deny. But if you play it, I'll be like, that's some good shit. Yeah. But I don't give a fuck about it. Yeah. Like I was saying that about Sublime as well. A lot of people hate on Sublime. It's like you know, it's I hate fun Sublime. To, I know, and and a lot of people do, but it's just good music. Like you might not like the style because it's like a white guy doing reggae, and it's like it's not weird. that. It just feels like college frat. Yeah, and also I'm not even gonna lie. I've never heard a song that wasn't uh, Punch Sancho to ground. Oh, Sancho, yeah, and I what mean, I got. I've never heard anything other than those two. Yeah, and look. There's only one album I really like by them, but I was saying people just, it's like fun to hate on them. Like, you know, Nickelback's like that, but Nickelback's cheesy. And the funny thing about Nickelback is, as much as they suck, they're actually really solid. They're like a really solid rock band. If you were to take away the vocals and just play that rock music, like if you took away the the vocals of Nickelback and your friend was like, this is my band, you'd be like, yo, you have a really solid rock band. And listen. They know that everyone makes fun of them, and guess what? They're laughing all the way to the motherfucking yeah, bank because they're everywhere. <laughs> they're Scrooge McDuck in it. <laughs> <laughs> you ever saw the video of them in like Brazil where they were throwing rocks at them? No. <laughs> they're like on stage singing, and people are throwing rocks, and like a rock hits what Chad is his Kroger. Name? Chad Kroger in the head, and he's like, "Ow!" And he's like, "What do you want? Do you guys want to rock or whatever? Do you guys do? Because well, we'll leave." You know, we'll leave if, and they throw another rock at <laughs> him again, and they're like, "We're leaving," and everyone's like, "Yeah," <laughs> and they got them to leave. I mean, they still got their paycheck. Yeah, they don't go fuck. But anyway, sorry, that was my week. It happens at the Juggalo Fest a lot too. Oh yeah, dude, they hit Tila Tequila with to, a human yeah, turd. You have to be very careful accepting like invites to the Juggalo Fest because they might just be taking you out <laughs> to the middle of the woods in the middle of nowhere yes. to sacrifice you to the clown gods because <laughs> they probably will murder you and one of those f- fat motherfuckers will eat you to yeah. hide the evidence. They're so like, hatchet, man. Hatchet, man. Eat her, dude, y'all. And then like in the, the movie Ritual, like the, the trees start <laughs> yeah. parting. Some yep. monster comes out and kills And he's you. just going, family, 
<laughs> yeah. So, anyways, what have you been up to? It's been a couple um, weeks, two, let's three see. weeks. What? Pause. Oh, we gotta pause. Hold on. Be right back. <laughs> wow. We're, so back. we're back. All right. Um. So we're getting your week. So my week. I mean, it's not that crazy. Oh, just too what much. you've been up to. Yeah, what I've been up to is pretty much not too much. I'll just try, try to get into a couple things. Um. We've been playing Blasphemous. We know that. Yeah. So. It's basically Blasphemous, my comic haul, um, a record I bought, and then a story to... Oh, a follow-up. A follow-up, because <laughs> I'm honest with you guys. God damn it. The dating um, disaster. Which no, it's okay. Loves. It wasn't a disaster. No, no, no. It was no. just kind of like a dating flub. and We call them that because whatever. everybody has them. Um, so I'm going to go into just talking about Blasphemous. Also, like, did, did you have anything you were going to review? No, right? No. We'll talk Joker. That's it. We'll do spoilers. Okay, because I'll do a little bit. So first thing I'm going to go off is um, it is Spooktober. Happy October, everybody. Netflix did recently re- release a new Netflix original film called In the Tall Grass. By the it's, way, based on a book written by Stephen King and his son his son the other son no wait it might have been Joe Hill actually because him and his other son wrote a book together called Sleeping Beauties and then this is I think him and Joe Hill and Joe Hill's an incredible writer so um no spoilers because it's early October and like you guys should really it just dropped on Friday yeah you guys should really be watching spooks this month like watch some horror movies uh before I forget I'll even say this there's a movie on there called like Boys in the Trees or something. Oof. You didn't like it? No. With the little kid in the red hoodie? Yeah, I just zipped through it. I, I, I literally um, went through it at fast forward because I couldn't. I, why? I was so bored. Really? Yeah. So I didn't finish it. So that might say something as well. But I enjoyed the fact that it gave me the feel of a Halloween film. I like okay. movies that are Halloween stuff. Look up Halloween anthologies. Those are always great. So I reviewed Creep Show, which just started on Shudder. Uh, I have to watch the second episode, but it, it's an anthology horror series. Uh, Greg Nicotero is show running it, and uh, if you Do have, they have a free trial, I haven't done Shutter's so. trial yet. I think so, but I would wait till the whole series is out. Um, what was I going to say? Oh my god, uh, Creep Show. Oh, another good one uh, is I am not a serial killer. That's that was actually a really fun one, and it's okay. not what you think. It's about a kid who is trying to fight the impulses of killing like he has the impulse to kill but he's gonna fail in the end because you are what you are man no it gets it takes a it takes a twist man it's or interesting he passes it on no it, it it goes into something completely different it's a horror movie uh it's like the end of the fucking world which is coming back that show is about a kid who is like i'm definitely a sociopath and i want to kill people and then this girl like basically is like come like throws herself at him in a way that's like the perfect way to kill her like he's like oh i'm gonna kill her and then he doesn't like and then they go on this adventure it's like that show is sort of the same idea it's like he's trying to fight it and then he realizes like maybe i'm not and i just was lonely you know like i was just kind of sad and then i'm and he's like i'm awkward i don't know how to deal with people i never finished that i have to watch it because the second season's coming anyways in the tall grass um yeah but boys in the trees i did like the sentiment of the kind of Halloween film. I think that automatically, but it was kind of annoying and it was really hack, mm-hmm. super hack. But In the Tall Trees, uh, without being too spoilerific, it's tall basically grass. a, it's ba- In the Tall Grass is basically a time paradox film. Mm-hmm. 
these people go into like a cornfield style grass, like not cornfield, but it's like not high corn, grass. But it's like really high grass, and they go in and they get stuck in a time paradox, and it's. Well, it's they start a, to hear voices, cool... people calling out to them. Well, and did then... you watch it? No, no, no. I, I, so I watched a trailer. No, no, I'm saying I watched a trailer, so I don't know, but <laughs> that's in the trailer. Like, they hear a kid's voice, so they go in, and then they start yeah. to get lost. And then it's and like And then as weird. the movie goes on, like, you eventually see the part where, oh, that was when the kid's voice. And yeah, yeah. It does have a weird... It does have an aspect to it that's never answered. Of course. Stephen you King know, doesn't know how to end books. Like, for real, man, like, here's the deal. It's tall grass. You go in, you get sucked in, you're stuck in there. And there's some really cool rules about being stuck in there. It's really neat. Watch the movie. But out of nowhere, there's, like, this alien rock. Oh, God. And if you touch it, you will know, and you'll never want to leave. And it's basically, like, anyone who touches it becomes a villain. Yeah, they become part of the grass. Like, No, they just, a- like, they just never want to leave, and they want to become part of the loop. Because, like, yeah. time will never pass, and you'll be stuck in the loop, but it's almost like a weird Stockholm. It's like a fucking weird thing. I don't know, but it, it was really good. It had, um, I mean, you know, uh, I don't want to spoil anything, but I really don't think a lot of you guys are going to watch it. Maybe I'll talk about it next time. But Yeah, because I'll watch it, and then we'll talk yeah, about it. Yeah, because there's some cool stuff, but I can't really say anything without, like, spoiling stuff but i thought that was neat so i'm gonna skip that but watch in the tall grass by netflix you know what that reminds me of is under the dome which stephen king also wrote and they made a tv series out of it the end of that so like a dome falls over this town right just randomly almost like the simpsons movie uh random dome people can't get out it's like blocking uh air gets through right but smoke can't fully get through it'll slowly seep out so it's porous in some way whatever at the very end, they just find this, like, they dig a hole and they find this source of it. And when they touch it, they see these aliens. And Stephen King sometimes has issues describing things in a way that is actually cool. And these aliens had, like, they're like pyramid head, but their head was made of leather. And he realizes that it's like a little girl alien, like a child, yeah. that's just fucking with them. And you're like, that's not scary at all. Like... There's another one, he, a recent one he did. Um, the end of it is like this. I, f- I forget what it was because I, I, I read the whole book. But it's like this guy and he gets like a power. He dies and he sees like the afterlife. And the afterlife is like people being whipped by demons. And they're like being like made to work like ants. Like they walk in a line and they just build like pyramids basically. And that's it. It's like spooky. Like, whoa, when you die, secret is you go to the demon ants. And it's like, <laughs> oh, no. Like, sometimes Stephen King's really, really, really good at crafting horror. And then sometimes, sometimes you're like, whoa. <laughs> it's actually something like that is something I'll get into in a moment with comics. Because it's Wednesday, so I mm-hmm. did a comic haul. So another, like, hit or miss writer did something in comics this week. And, like, I was talking to a, a buddy, Anthony, at the com- comic book store where I was like, oh, man, so-and-so wrote this book. This is, like, crazy. And he goes, I don't know, it might be. And I was like, I know, dude. Like, some, <laughs> like he's done some of the greatest, but he's also done, like, some pretty shit. Who is it? I'll tell you in a moment. Okay. But In the Tall Grass only has six, uh, seven people in the cast. Okay. So I'm, no, I don't think anybody else matters. Uh, what was the name of the guy who did Winter Soldier? Oh, Sebastian Stan? No, he's not in it. It's just somebody who looks like him. Okay. Bootleg Sebastian Stan. Um, no, but the 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 lead and I guess lead antagonist kind of. He's not really an antagonist. Mm-hmm. 
the antagonist is the space rock. Yeah. But it is a good movie and it is a very yeah. and it and it also ends kind of open. It's just kind of a a cool story, but uh Patrick Wilson's in it. Okay. Yeah, he's great. So he was he's in He's in the Conj- uh he's the the Annabelle. No, no, I know who Conjurings. he is, but I think he was in nineteen twenty two. No. Uh nineteen twenty two, which is another Stephen King Netflix film, was um the guy that played Punisher. Uh Oh my god! Which Punisher? Two thousands or, or new guy? Okay, not Ray Stevens, the one before Ray Stevens, the, the okay, Punisher with uh, what's his name? Uh, the Jigsaw. Well, they both no, have Jigsaw. No, no, no. You mean the movie Punisher? Yes, or the uh, the, the movie Netflix Punisher? Show? Okay, so Ray guy. Stevens was Punisher Warzone, the one before that Punisher with uh, John. God, the guy from Saturday Night Fever, whose name I can't remember, with the blue eyes. I'll uh, tell you in one moment. No, it's fine. Punisher. Um, but yeah, there's a lot of good Stephen King stuff on Netflix. They're they're kind of making adaptations of a lot of his stuff. Like, um, what was the one with the um, Gerald's Game? That's another good one. Yeah, Thomas Jane. Thomas Jane. Um, uh, Gerald's Game. Gerald's Game was dope, dude. Yeah, Carla oh, Gugino's amazing. Dude, older couple goes to a cabin to spice yep. up their sex life. He chains her up to the bed and has a heart attack, and she's stuck chained to a bed. I read that book in tenth grade while fully doing really acid, like all the time. Dude, that was it's a trippy. crazy movie, man. She degloves her own fucking hand, and it's insane. Really? Yeah. I don't think I ever finished the movie. Did she do it in the movie? Yeah, that's how she gets out of the handcuff. Oh, gross. How does she get out of the other one? She gets oh, the key. Oh, she takes it out. Oh, God, gross. Ugh. So, um, so yeah, and the Sawgrass is cool. Other than that... um, Let's recommend some other good ones. So, like, uh, if so, you want a good some, horror movie, Trick or Treat. Stuff. Trick or Treat's good. Awesome. There's also... Man, I forgot the name of it, but there's this... It's not specifically just Halloween, but it's a holiday anthology horror film on Netflix that I watched a couple years ago. And it's called, like, Happy Holidays or something. Oh, yeah. I think it's something like, yeah, I know what you're talking like about. Like the Easter Bunny one. Yeah. It's like a really creepy, gross Easter yeah. Bunny. There's a Halloween one. There's a Christmas one. Yeah, I think Seth Green's in that. Trick or Treat is great. Uh, VHS 2 I was gonna is say, incredible. All the VHSs. Just Mm-mm. check them all out. Don't watch the third one. One and two are great. I one's mean, okay. Two is great. Two is one that has the one in the the like the Taiwanese dude. Camp. That one's so good. <laughs> the end where the fucking I mean whatever when it whatever. when that demon says mama, you're like oh yeah. shit. Yeah, that's pretty dope. As always, if you want to go back and find the Evil Dead 2013 episode, always recommend that. Yeah, I always recommend. Always that recommend film. It. watch Ash vs Evil Dead, which Keith is currently watching. Really? Yeah, I I remember I binged all three. There's only three seasons. Yeah. Right? I binged so all three good. seasons in like a week. So fucking so great. Good. Uh, would be nice to get another one, but but they're not. And and Bruce Campbell hung up the chainsaw. He's like never again. Yeah, I don't think we need it, man. It was fun. And the ending, I was saying this to Keith, but I didn't spoil it. I'm like the way that that series ends. Spoilers for Ash vs Evil Dead is so perfect for Ash. Like the time jump where now he's in the future Mad Max world, and there's like a cybernetic babe. You know, like yeah, the whole thing. And we don't need cyber- no. You don't need we no- don't need we don't need Mad Max. They Evil give Dead. you head cannon. They go like. Look, make up your own adventures now. That's what he's doing. And it's so perfect for Ash. He's been in medieval times, he's been in modern times, and now he's going to the future, you know? I did see that cyber cyber babe. Mm-hmm. And I was like, I wonder what it would be like. Of course. To make it with that cyber babe. Because like the torso was kind of like transparent. Yeah. So I was like, I wonder if I could see myself through the transparent part. <laughs> I'm kidding. Um, but that was dope. So um, other than that, so 
really quick, just to go into Blasphemous because it's also a spooky game. Yeah, it's more of like Very a blas cool. a blasphemous religious game. But they create if you if you're a player of faith and you have your own religions, um, you don't have to worry about playing this game because they do not pick an ideology to prostrate. Yeah, it is not anti-Christian. It's just its own thing. It's fucking basically Catholicism, but it's not because they don't use that. Exactly, that's what I mean. Like, yeah, instead of a not cross, direct. they have like this weird like eight symbol. It's like two diamonds together, and there is like it's it's weird. But so I've been playing it more and more, and I'm getting further and further. I don't know, Aaron. I don't know if it's us or the games. Are they harder? The bosses are walls. See, that's my fear. I think it's us, though. Yeah. Because with this game, I'm noticing I can take most of them down. Mm -hmm. But every now and then, I have to watch a video. But right now, I'm stuck at one. Mm. And I watched a video, and I'm just mad. But I'm watching like a video of somebody, and I'm like, they have seven or eight bile flasks yeah. which are estes yeah healing i have five and that's when you're like now nah, i gotta but go find my health one. is almost my health health mm -hmm. bar is almost double theirs hmm. so, so technically you should have the same amount of health the the thing is though this game has invisible walls mm. and i think i missed a bunch of uh what do we call them in dark souls we can call them invisible walls we called them oh my god yeah we would call them either Breakable walls or invisible walls or we had a word, you know it. We're just being <laughs> God damn it. Don't you hate when someone forgets something and you immediately forget something it? Something we've said a million times. Mm -hmm. Um anyways. Uh so it's dude. It's really good. Uh the enemy fighting the enemies varied. Areas are varied, enemies are varied. It gets mm -hmm. awesome. You get to some enemies that are like, How do I fight this shit? Oh my god. I fear for you because you're gonna rage. Yeah. Did you ever watch the Afro Senju video I sent you? Of the guy. No, because I I because I don't want to. I don't want to look. I don't want to. What is it when you do when you do something through someone else? Live vicariously. I don't want to vicariously fucking rage, because even th I get to areas in blasphemous where like I get anxiety thinking, man, Aaron's gonna quit here. <laughs> and he just needs to because like dude <laughs> afro senju is great though because he's he's uh he's fighting the guardian ape <laughs> he's fighting the guardian and he's a, he's like a black guy that has like the best voices like he'll be like bitch bitch and then he goes mm, mm, no 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 and then he'll put in like um he'll cut in like nani and like things from jojo where they'll you know like the, the really dramatic uh, yeah 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 but I just like whenever he'll be like, he'll be like, oh, this is it. This is the win. This is the win right here. And they'll go, mm, no, no. Mm, uh. <laughs> and it, you know it's real because he's just playing and he's scared and he's so funny. There's a guy that I ran into once. I got to find it to send it to you. I told you. I'll tell you, you this, it. though. So sorry to tangent again, but we're talking about hard games. Yeah, it doesn't matter. Sekido, he beats it, right? Mm -hmm. And he goes, I didn't like this game. <laughs> He's like, I had to beat it to prove this to myself that I could. You know, I knew I could. I no. knew I was going to do this. He's like, I don't ever want to play it again. It wasn't fun. Yeah, man. He's like, and if I wasn't streaming, I would have quit this game a long time ago. 
And I'm like, thank God. Like, even Pro, like, because he's like, he calls himself a Dark Souls Pro. He's not. But, you know, he does like Dark Souls Pro plays Sekido. But, dude, even like, me, sometimes I'm like, I tell people, I crush Dark Souls games. And you're like, let's pick up Dark Souls 2 again. And like three days later, I'm like, man, fuck this game. I yeah. suck. And we're only at like the center. Dude, you get to a certain <laughs> part in all those games and you're like, the enemies are just annoying. Like, I don't, like, I don't know, whatever. We all have those walls, like, you know, whatever. But, I hate to be in an echo chamber, but I needed it with Sekido. Like, it was nice to hear someone else say the exact thing of like, this just isn't for me. And there are people that Sekido is perfect for, you know, like whatever. It is not me. And we've said this a million times, but it was just nice that like, even after beating it, like he got all the way through it. And, you know, everyone's always like, dude, you just got to power through and it feels great. He says the same thing. He's like, every time there's just another wall. It's not like you power through and you're like, I fucking did it. And now I've like, I got it. It's not it. And he no, said the Guardian the, Ape is so fucking annoying because it doesn't it doesn't require anything you've done in the game. It's not like you learn a skill. He's like It's repetition. What and they then there's want a you second to do form that's even more you, annoying. What they want you to do, because I've I, I watched videos dozens of times. I know it's patterns. Mm-hmm. It's just that to read the tells are so yeah. short. Yeah, and I don't when he does do ones that. that are like a half of a one tell that goes into something else. Well, there's a way to put them in a loop. Mm-hmm. There's a way that there's one specific distance you can keep the ape at where it does a poop throw attack mm-hmm. followed by a lunge attack mm-hmm. and you can get an attack on him. But it's just like, it's kind of a bait and switch every time, but you have to be perfectly, like if you're not specifically as far from him as you should be at that time, yeah, it's going to fuck up your rhythm. And you could be like, it's happened to me in Souls, and not Souls, but Blasphemous a couple times. Some of these bosses were like, I'm getting there, I'm getting there. And the probability is so low, but how many fucking times do we get to the final hit? It's you or me, and it's, uh, uh, it's always us. Yes. We always die. It's always it, like my sword is swinging, it's your last hit, yep. and you kill me. Fuck you, But the bro. problem is... With Sekido, it's not like Souls. In Souls, you always you're mad, and I rage. I'll be like, "You motherfucking did she!" But in your heart, you're like, "I shouldn't have taken that hit. I knew I shouldn't have swung, and I hit the button one too many times. Like I knew, I was just being rushed." I think Sekido is smart enough. I don't think it's bad. I think we're just not good enough. Yeah, I agree. I just mean it's a different mindset. That's the thing is, I think it's, it's not even about hating them. It's about pairing I think I'm disappointed enough. that Caprio didn't do it. I think he could have done it. He's the guy that would should have. He done, sh- yeah. he was the one of our friends who should have done it, and he gave up before either. You of know us. what's funny is I'm like the biggest rager of all ragers, right? And I love Dark Souls. No, I've seen your rage and I've seen him rage, and like there's no comment I can't say. True. Anything. Well, I just. Like I've been playing League lately, and I get I get tilted pretty. Oh, quick. I've never seen you PC rage. That's no. I just mostly chat and all in group chat, and I'm like, dude. Now I just go, man, you're bad. Like you suck, <laughs> you suck, dude. And what you I've been still trying tell to people do. To get cancer? No, what I told them the other day, they, these people were like, "What are you t-? like?" I was in all chat, and this guy kept killing me, and I was like, "I hope you get a cold." And I hope you sneeze on your screen, and then you have to go out and buy screen cleaners because you don't trust that you can use Windex because it's a fucking LED screen, you know? Yeah. Like, and I was just like, they're like, why are you saying this? I'm like, well, he's killing me a lot, so I want to inconvenience him, but I don't want it to be too bad, you know? Like, it's just a game. And so I go, I hope you get cancer, but it's skin cancer, and they remove it, but you have a tiny scar, and it's like in a spot that you're like kind of embarrassed about. Bucks. Yeah, and I'm like, you're kind of embarrassed about it. 
but that's it. I'm like, you're completely healthy. It goes away for sure. <laughs> and it's it not even... a cup, cost gun yeah. a couple hundred bucks, and you couldn't buy that new fucking game that came but out But see, that, that was when he had killed me like 15 times. So I'd gone down the line. I'm like, I hope you get the flu, bitch. And then the next one, I'm like, I hope you get strep throat. And it hurts real bad. And it's really hard to fall asleep. That's better. Yeah. Because the thing is, I just realized this with you. It's like sending people things like what you used to send on PSN. It's bad karma, man. It's bad no, juju. No, fuck karma. Because fuck these people. And yeah, their balls can get cut off. Yeah. And their moms can die of cancer. But I get to go to jail. N- no. PlayStation Network might ban your account and yeah. lock you from all of your purchase content ever. See, when we played Dark Souls, I never talked shit like that. Well, I did tell one person... No, you have like, to understand, messaging counts. No, no, I know. What I'm saying is, in the end, I thought the same thing. So, like, what I would always say is, like, dude, go away. I would always say... I would just write, go away. I'm like, I'm in the lobby area. You're definitely twinked out because I see you using yeah. a weapon you cannot get unless you're at the end of the game. I'm like... Go fight other people, Using man. Using the land, the grand lightning axe yes. that's at the end of the game, and you're level one. Fuck you. Yes, you either dropped it to yourself through a friend, and I would just say like, "How is this fun? I don't have anything. I clearly just started the game. It's, it's I mean, it's just griefing, you know, whatever. Yeah. But that's what I was doing. But yeah. Anyways. But either way, um, the bosses aren't impossible the way they felt in Sekiro, and as I say that. Oh, fuck Sekiro, man. Yeah. Dude, I, I, I really love it. I It's just... I, Genji, uh, Genichiro, I never want to fight that again. Yeah. I'll never play it again because I'm going to have to fight Genichiro. Yeah. I'm going to have to spam the Psycho Crusher and then deal with the bullshit. Fuck you, people. Or like... Like, yeah, I can do some... Some... Uh, like parry High Twitch really. parry. Yeah. But not the whole time. And that shouldn't be the game. You realize later on, like pretty quickly within it, you just spam L1 and you'll parry. But I'm like, that's not skill. And it's not like... No, but you can't even spam it like that. You actually have to really catch it sometimes. Yeah. if not, you're wasting stuff. Uh, if you listen like two or three episodes, I think three or four episodes back of... I think maybe three episodes back of Castle Super Beast with William Pat. They, they start talking about Sekido like retrospectively and somehow they veer back off into Nero again. Or mm-hmm. Neo. Neo. And they talk about how Neo is actually the real... Yeah. So, and they go off for like 20 minutes or so. And I was listening and I was like, damn, you know, they're right. Like, I should go back and check that out because that's really what I expected. And Neo 2 is coming. Yeah, when I expected Sekido, Sekido, I expected Neo. But when Neo came, it was just too much for me to Dude, handle. I remember playing Neo the first time and I was like, oh, yeah, man, yeah. it ain't from soft, so it ain't going to be that hard. Bro, that first beach, I got it was the harder shit than, beat out of me. Yeah, it was harder than Dark Souls. Mm-hmm. And I think it is a harder game than Dark Souls. Yeah, I raged only really once big time in that where I almost quit. And it was the cursed umbrella chick because they hadn't, oh, they hadn't told you about status effects yet. That's yeah. your introduction to it. I'm like, bro, you can't give me I had to look a, up an online strategy, yeah. which was a, it's a certain dodge strategy. Which you have is to similar. dodge at her, right? It's like something like that. And also it's similar to Madam Butterfly where I had to, yes. learn, it's a do, I had to learn a dodge strategy. That kind of bummed me out with Madam Butterfly too. Just dodge, yeah. sidestep, or slash, sidestep, slash. Side, I literally yeah. beat her without having to do anything. Yeah, that sucked. Like I fought her mad times, and it was like a grueling battle, and I'd always die. And then I realized it was like slash dodge, slash dodge, mm-hmm. and I just got her like in a loop, mm-hmm. and she was just like clank unk, clank unk, clank unk, and I just had to be like, all right, seventy more of these to go. So the reason was Sekido. The thing that really fucks you up is, like you said, 
you'll never play it again because you don't want to fight any really any of the bosses. Some not one of them for me was fun. I'll Maybe fight, I'll fight the bull again. I'll fight the fire. I'll fight the mini bosses again and stuff. I mean, I'll fight some of them. It's just like Genichiro was was trash. Headless is dog shit. Headless, I can do. The I monk, think, I couldn't even. I tried like five times. I was like, the I monk, don't. I did, but I had to look up online strategies for all mm-hmm. these, and it sucked. I mean, I think it's because well, we're old men and we suck at games now. So what I was gonna say is, with Dark Souls, any of them, Bloodborne, any of them, you always know like. Yeah, I fucking hate that boss, but I'll just summon a friend. I'll that one boss, I can get through it because I don't I don't feel in my heart like I have to solo every boss. Like there's yeah. something I'm like, I'll fucking never solo you. And fucking Sekiro tricks you when you get to the drunken guy. Yes. And they give you a summon. You're like, you Hell think, yeah. oh, they're gonna give us summons every now and then. He's no. the only one and he sucks balls. You never fucking fight another one again. And he fucking dies so easily. Yeah. You have to try to keep him alive. I remember in my game, I kept him alive, and I think like the moment I got the final strike on the boss, he died. Mm-hmm. He got so poisoned. I was like, yeah, he got poisoned, mm-hmm. and uh, the and I saw his poison meter was about to like end, and he died, and it sucked, and I was like, fuck, and it was difficult, so it really bothered me. But but anyways, fuck that. We digress. We yeah. digress. So so blasphemous. Blasphemous. The-, the bosses are not like that mm-hmm. they're tough but they're 2d side scroll bosses you can get them i'm stuck at one right now uh i forgot his name it's a giant get pure printy to fucking get i should get pure printy to... dude you know what i should yeah because he's been wanting to come back on i should probably ask him to jump on it and uh because he's been beating games he's dude. not like a once again he's just beating yeah games all day so um i might ask him to uh to to, to maybe try it out we'll talk about it so, I'm stuck at one boss right now. It's, a, it's like a giant baby with like a blindfold <laughs> who's bleeding from his eyes, but you have to fight this snake thing with a face on it. It's fucking, it's the adjudicator. It's fucking experimento, the adjudicator, or something like that. Uh, fuck that thing. It's really bothering me. It's, it's upsetting me, but I know that I'm missing some stuff. But. Enemy design's amazing. The enemies are really fun to fight. You get really strong. You're doing mm-hmm. great. You're doing great. It's the bosses and then also the platforming because spikes. Anytime you see anytime you see a pit of spikes, it's like they literally want you to find the last pixel to jump. Yeah. I hate that. And it's just like you can never like maybe early jump a pit of spikes. You're yeah. always gonna hit it and it's automatic death. And it's a lot of backtracking. A lot of backtracking, but the game is good. The music's good. The lore is great. I was listening to all the dialogue and everything in the beginning. It was wonderful, but now I'm skipping through it because it's just too much. Yeah. I'm like, get on with it, you know, get on with this shit. It's too esoteric. And also the fact that it doesn't choose a certain theology to dissect and harm. I have no interest. I gotcha. Yeah, it's like, not taking I, I, that I step. Want, I want them to crush Christianity or Judaism yeah, yeah. or Islam yeah, or, yeah. or Hinduism something or Hindu or Taoism, or whatever. whatever it is. I want them to pick one because I'm like, you're just speaking the, uh, the sin of the miracle has come upon the mm. penitent one who will, and the lofty one went to the tree of yeah. tears. And it's like, I get it. You're making this dope lore, but none of it makes sense because yeah. I have nothing to tie it to. And it's not. I will say it is like Dark Souls, where every item has descriptions, and I'm yeah, not really yeah, yeah. reading all of them. 
but it's still mad vague. And I've also noticed Vadi hasn't even been making videos on it. Really? I, I mean, I subscribe to him mm-hmm. unless, unless YouTube he hasn't is re- done anything in a minute. I think he did a video at least a month or so ago. I mean, I think he did something. I think he did a Dark Souls or something video. He probably did one about Elden Ring when the maybe when the leaks came out. Yeah. Um, you talk about that? No, but I I couldn't find. I found some, but I forgot to write all the notes. Um, out. I mean, I don't really remember most of it, but basically, what's come about? Uh, so we're, that that's it. Blasphemous. I I still say play it definitely. Elden Ring, which is J.R.R. Tolkien. Plus, no, no, no. It's uh, George Martin. My bad. No, no. To- yeah. George R. Martin. They're same, the same thing. They're the same guy. No. Um, well, yeah. I mean, Tolkien's better. <laughs> Game of Thrones guy and Dark Souls are teaming up to make Elden Ring. And the mechanic is going to be something about burning your arms. Yeah, something weird. And like, and like you, one of your arms has like a hand mechanic and you could burn your arm off. And it's, I don't know. That's all I could really but say. But they said it's, it's going to have full builds like dark souls it's going back to a more straight up souls like with weapons being the focus of your build and stat allocation things like that it's going to be yeah. full and they're saying it's going to be big bro i'm pretty sure it's going to be fucking sick it's, it's I, th- be sick. I think instead of being hollow you're going to be armless yeah it's going to be dope so other than that uh it's wednesday so i did my comic haul this week um i was pretty short this week because i didn't want to like buy a bunch of stuff but this week I got the latest copy of Detective Comics issue 1013 with the horror cover, which is pretty dope. It's like Batman yep. bleeding blood out of his mouth. Also this week there was a 100-page Batman giant issue, which is Five Tales of Batman. Whoa, caught in the clay face. Yeah, dope. And then I didn't realize this. This is what I was talking about before. Mm, out of nowhere. Because right now is Year of the Villain. Mm-hmm. Joker issue one written by John Carpenter. Oh, shit. Interesting. And that's what me and Anthony were like, either it's going to be good or it might be bad. <laughs> yeah. Because John Carpenter did some of the most amazing shit ever. He did Halloween. Yeah. Didn't he do the thing? He did the thing. Uh, but then he also did like Ghost of Mars. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so those are comics that were great. Um, I also picked up very awesomely, I went to the record store last week to pick up Thrice Vesu, and when I got there, I realized they had a copy of Metal Gear Solid, the vinyl soundtrack. Yeah, by it's Mondo. got a really cool cover art. It's got a great cover. Uh, follow me on Jester954 on Instagram. I'll be doing a vinyl review of that in the next week or so. I need to take time with it. And you always um, write very heartfelt posts about what the albums you're posting mean to you. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's kind of a tongue-in-cheek thing where, like... I do kind of go word vomit and make them really gaudy and like overspoken and over exaggerated. And I, I feel bad saying this, but I usually get hammered and like, but I do really mean what I'm saying. No, yes, of course. Yeah, you can tell. But like, I, it, like, I'm, you're I'm, like I'm, affecting I'm, I'm, a character almost. It's like, yeah, this I'm like almost the source. It's like, oh, that guy's using a thesaurus. It's like, no, really, yeah. my brain's a thesaurus. But I, that's why I didn't want to just write like, oh, Metal Gear Solid soundtrack is so amazing. Check mm-hmm. it out because it's one of the greatest soundtracks ever. Because Psycho Mantis theme is great. Like, I want to really immerse myself in a place where I don't even know where I am while I listen to this multiple times to where I emotionally attach myself. Like, when you see recommended tracks, I don't just pick tracks. Mm-hmm. Literally recommending those specific songs. Yeah. So, like, check them out because that's, if you care. But other than that, check out the photos because like they're pretty cool photos. I got the black vinyl. Uh, I did find out there is a green smoke one that looks like the codex screen, uh, and that's cool, but uh, whatever. I didn't get that one. 
And I think that's it. Oh, the last thing is, so. Oh, yeah. Update. Last time I was on, <laughs> I forgot what I was talking about. I think I was talking about how, like, fucking something I am or nerdy yeah, I am yeah. or something. And I was like, yeah, man, but my weirdness gets me dates, dog, because I'm about to go on this cool cemetery date with this girl. So, so I did not go on the cemetery date with the girl. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, like, me and this girl have known each other for a very long time. I would say maybe eight years. And the thing is, like, before I started dating someone back in, like, 2012, when I first met Aaron around there, I had been speaking to this girl, this other girl. But we, you know, it just didn't happen. But we had been, like, kind of flirting. And then I, I started, I got in a relationship. And then we just became friends or whatever. And she's, like, this hippie chick. But back then I had told her about this, like, cool cemetery I had, uh, found out about and then a couple maybe like a couple months ago i like we were messaging online and i guess like one of us had seen the thing and she was like uh oh man like i never got to see that cemetery let's you know we like let me know if you ever want to check it out and i was like yeah so we set up a thing we were talking about it for a couple of weeks we're like yeah we'll go like she's like a hippie and I'm a weird, like, occulty kind of normal person. And I'm like, cool, we'll go. We'll take some bread and some oil. And we'll do, like, an offering to the cemetery. It's a really beautiful cemetery we have in South Florida here. Uh, it's where the Heizingas are buried, actually. Mm -hmm. It's very beautiful. It's, uh, the thing is also, people may think, oh, cemetery, weird. Actually, cemeteries close their gates at sundown. And they're some of the most well-kept places in the city because of the respect issue. Dude, people walk through them all the time as, like, fitness. They just, because it's, yeah. like, always got a path. Yeah, I, I I go there sometimes just to have like lunch with myself. Like, mm -hmm. pay, and people take their kids there for walks. People go bird watching there. There's usually animals. That yeah. one in particular has a that one's right on the water too. That one has a huge um, population of, of large iguana and really cool birds. So I was like, oh no, it's kind of like a little park because actually it's mm -hmm. kind of big. It's nice, and I'm like, all right, cool. So uh, we're trying to figure out what day we're gonna go do this, right? So then. Uh, I'm gonna embarrass myself. <laughs> I, I'm not gonna lie to y'all. So I get I get kind of hammered one night. I'm not even gonna bullshit what I said. So we're figuring out: do we go Monday or Tuesday? Mm -hmm. And I'm messaging her on s Sunday. It's late, you know. And, you know, she's up late too. And I I say, uh, all right, cool. So let me know if Monday or Tuesday is good for you. And I say, uh. Wear one of your long, cool hippie skirts, and I'll wear a button-down shirt. I'll bring some nice bread and oil, and we'll bring an offering and have a nice time, which we already discussed. Yeah, yeah. But I said the thing where I, I didn't tell her, wear a fucking miniskirt. Yeah, you, you weren't slut. like, wear something hot. You I, were I meant like, like, yeah, like yeah. don't come in like shorts. Like, come in Dress. one of those fun, like, like she's like a hippie chick. She, yeah. like, she likes to like fucking... Dance in the trees and roll yeah, around. Yeah, like, like a, dress. Like, like she likes to be like, yeah, like a like a like a earth tone dress yeah. with like no fucking shoes on. I'm like, come be a hippie. I'll wear a button down shirt to be respectful. Yeah, and let's fucking offer some fucking bread and oil. Basically, let it sit there while we meditate, and then mm -hmm. we'll eat some of it, and then we'll fucking throw the rest of the birds and the iguanas and shit. And then she messages back and she goes, "Oh, that kind of sounds like a date. Did you think this was a like? Do you, are you looking at this like a date?" So I look at that message and I'm like, I can say no. Yeah. And be like, nah, I mean, like, I mean, just because we already spoke about how we're both in tune with spirituality and bullshit, yeah, yeah. which even though I'm like 
fucking gesture asshole shit, but I am. Can I do dumb shit like that? You know, mm-hmm. it's not dumb. It's actually respectful and nice. But uh, I go, don't, don't, don't pussy out and be like an idiot and be like, no, it's okay. But I basically say that wasn't my. What I respond is that wasn't my. What's the fuck the word I use? Uh, Point. That wasn't my. Like not primal, but uh, what's the when something is the first thing that wasn't my like main like like for it to be a date was not my main idea. Mm-hmm. You fucking idiot! Like I meant, let's go hang out. Yeah, and chill. But when we but, do it, let's dress nice. But also, I'm not trying to say fucking friends on me. Yeah. I'm saying like, oh, I'm not saying this is a date. It's not my main. Oh, it's not my main priority. Mm-hmm. I'm like, oh, that wasn't my main focus or priority. Yeah. But like, I thought it was fucking kind I of guess, implied. I guess you could kind of say that. Yeah. And she goes, oh, I'll politely have to decline then. It's just I don't, I don't like, you know, want to do that. And she's like, oh, God, I'm gonna tell you, I'm embarrassing myself a lot right now. <laughs> and then she goes, uh, God, I shouldn't say this. She goes, uh. Oh, it seems like you're going th- you're going through some things right now. <laughs> and I go, "What?" Yeah. And she goes, "Well, your posts on Facebook and the lyrics and like the posts." I'm like, "You mean like my reviews and like the poetry and the lyrics are right?" And she goes, "Yeah." I'm like, "You've been friends with me for like eight years, yeah, and I've written music and all this shit for a long time. You're like that's those are writing always, exercises. That's always how I write. Yeah, you." F- I'm you, like a person, yeah. Like if you go back to 2006 when I released my first album, it's all still the same shit. Like, like it's okay if you just don't find my SMV like up to par, but like don't put it on that because you already know that's how kind of like I'm not judging you on your memes, yeah, and um. But, you know, I asked and she said, I'm like, all right, cool, no harm, no foul, it's all good, it's all cool. We're like, all good, all cool, whatever, we're good, no no doubt, it's all good, yeah. Mm-hmm. And then come to find out, <laughs> I just didn't know she was hooking up with my best friend. <laughs> so she's been hooking up with my be- one of my best friends. I have two best friends, Aaron's yeah. one of them, and another one's another guy. Um, and I just didn't know she was hooking up with one of my best friends. But I realized this. You knew me and him have been friends since yeah. we're children. Like she knows me and this guy have been friends since we're eight. And she knows she's hooking up with him. She knows I don't know that. And she knows I'm like willing to like leave, drive, pick you up, yeah. buy all the shit, take Go you to somewhere a nice. Cemetery. Take you take you to take you on a di- on an adventure. And then even now I imagine some girls listening are like, Well, she doesn't owe you anything. I never no. wanted I never wanted anything. No, but that's if why when she said, Is this a date? I said, Well, that wasn't my main attention or my main focus. Yeah. But the focus was to have a nice day with you. And like if you just didn't ask me, was that yeah. your main focus? We would have just hung out and we would have just hung out. Yeah. Like, what do you think I was gonna do? Like pull my dick out at a cemetery? <laughs> like I, I was it was I even had told her before, like, it's a cemetery. They, their shit closes at sundown, so it's going to be an afternoon hang. Yeah. And I'll most likely work the next day, whatever. So the fact that, like, that came up was just, like, it's, like, that wasn't even the intention. If you just wouldn't have said that, I would have just taken you out on a friend hang. Yeah. 
And then I, because you know how many times I've hung out with a girl and gone on what I thought is a date, and like things don't like you know there. Sometimes you have the chemistry, yeah, and you kiss in the car. And while, sometimes you, you have zero. And chemistry. Sometimes you don't, and you go cool, whatever. I just had, and you're friends. Yeah. So it's like having to make someone declare that front up front. I mean, I guess it may have to deal with the culture we live in now. Maybe some other guys are like, oh, tell me up front whether I'm going to fucking pull my dick well, out. Well, I I gotta say, I respect either way. I think. Being clear about intent Intention, is fine. Yeah. Like, because I could be a creep. Well, I'd also say if you guys were talking all the time about this and it was a mutual back and forth, establish that straight up and be like, "Look, I'm not trying to fuck. Like, just so you know, like I'm I'm seeing someone, whatever. But I would love to hang out with you. You know what I mean? Like, well, she's not seeing him. They're like, well, just but if you want to say, you know what I mean? If you want to establish that, like, I'm not here for that. Or hey, or how about hey, um. You know I'm hooking up with your best friend, right? Yeah. Which I knew because we were like mutual friends. Yeah, I know yeah. that they know each other too. I just didn't know that. Which I don't give a fuck to him. I'm not like, I'm not like oh man, why yeah, are you? Yeah. I'm like, oh cool, dude. I just fucking didn't fucking know. Yeah. No, no. And, and again, say something like that. So I mean, like, there is no playbook for this stuff. So it is what it is. It's just social interaction. So at a certain point, there is no making this right. You know what I mean? Or doing the right way. But to me, I respect direct honesty like if someone just told me like i can sense what's going on you know like oh you might think i'm interested in this like i'm super down to hang out with you you're a cool dude but like i'm not interested romantically i would be like okay yeah cool i mean fuck i would have still done it i'm not invested you know what i mean it was like, just the fact that it was the night before and yeah, she's like yeah. by the way and it was like, probably eating at her you know what i mean it might have been something where it's like which i appreciate it instead yeah. of her making it awkward or some other shit and like to say like i'm gonna have to decline you know that's not what i'm interested in great you know what yeah, i mean i didn't respond to that like the nice guys who were like fuck you yeah. bitch i, no, talk I was to like you. oh like, thank you for yeah. not making me fucking drive to go over there like you're good like it's just no it's just awkward it sucks it's there's no it does suck because you yeah. know what now what sucks is is we were cool before and we would message and send each other stuff every now and then like talk and comment yeah and now you can't now, do that there's none of that anymore now now we're estranged friends who no longer speak because you couldn't take the hint of us fucking like uh planning a date cock teasing a date for fucking months mm-hmm. and the day before you're going wait a minute do you think do you like yeah. me it's like look man Look, ladies, if a guy ever asks you out and it's just you two and he wants to do something other than, like, give you a ride from work or take you to the DMV because you need a ride, if you ever make a plan with someone, there's probably some intent. It's not that we're terrible people. It's just that we have 10 million years of genetics and DNA in our blood. And Well, no, I mean, it's just nature. It's, it's, it's just is what nature. It is. Like but- if, if a guy goes, hey, you know, I'd like to spend an afternoon with you doing something interesting be like at least put a feeler out or don't and just be chill like like i said if she would have just said fucking nothing and be like cool see you tomorrow at noon yeah and there was no uh romantic chemistry i would have been like oh cool man i went on that cool yeah fucking thing but the thing is we were talking about it for weeks where we're like sending fucking wink emojis and cutesy shit yeah and then all of a sudden it's like oh okay yeah, it's tough, man. It's a fucking, it's all a nightmare. I don't miss dating at all. Because that's the thing that kills me always with dating is like the, 
I'm so in my head. I'm so fucking neurotic. So I'm always thinking like... Tell me like, about it. I just told hundreds of people that shit. Yeah, but I've, I told people I have a fucking fistula. Come yeah, on, bro. Yeah, but guess what? You have somebody... You have a fucking beautiful partner who's waiting for you, who loves you. That's true. You have any idea how bad it feels knowing you're never going to have that, dude? No, no one's never going to have anything. Don't... That's... <laughs> that's... That's self... What is that? Self-pity? No, I know, I know. I'm kidding. But... I'm kidding. No, no. And that's the thing. Like, I was terrible at dating because I'm too neurotic and i'm too in my head so like there is no spontaneity because anything i'm doing i've thought about i'm sweating when i'm you know like i'm i got pit stains like my fucking yeah. wrists are sweating i'm thinking 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 like it's when so, you feel the sweat dripping down mm-hmm. your shirt like from your armpit you're yes like, i'm sweating yeah because i think too much and i think when is it appropriate to try to kiss someone should i try to hold their hand like real talk i've been on like three weeks of like hanging out two three times a week without touching someone before not even a hug because the whole time i'm like i don't know when it's appropriate and i don't want to step a bound you know what i mean like i don't want to overstep and there's been many times where girls are just lost interest and that's fine like it makes sense but then i'm sure in their minds they're like what the fuck's wrong with this guy like <laughs> how more and obvious you know it's funny how, it. because that happened to me in the past a lot too how funny is it that that happened before social climate that is today? Yeah. When back in the day, it was okay to kind of like be forward just, and maybe there kiss was a girl no... and her go, ew. Like nowadays, it's like, you just sexually assaulted me because you kissed me on the cheek. Yeah, it just wasn't in the open. Like those feelings were there, I'm sure. You know what I mean? I'm sure so many people thought like, ugh, somebody just fucking tried to grab my titty or tried to kiss me and I clearly didn't want them to. You know what I mean? There's... There is there are people that are that have social issues that cannot see like we've all been there. You know when someone's fucking talking to you and you're clearly like, please stop fucking talking to me oh, yeah. and you're not listening, you're like fucking turn your head, you're like, Cool, dude, whatever. And you're like, get the fucking point. Like I'm clearly yeah. not trying to talk to you. Now imagine Almost that. like when you drop your shoulders and like throw your head back, like, oh Yes. And like they see you do that, but they keep talking. <laughs> and they're like, but anyways, so my brother was saying, <laughs> and you're like, Oh dear God, I don't fucking and care my about My brother you. went to law school. My yeah. mom was really mad because I stayed home and then Yeah. Like me telling that story to you earlier. I was trying to give it context, but I was fucking oh, yeah. telling Aaron, you about people you've Aaron never was met. Telling me about like his work thing. And I was it was like But you did the right f- thing. You five go five minutes in you're I, losing me. Five minutes and I was like Look, I'm I'm with you, bud, but I'm 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 lost. Mm-hmm. I have no idea what you're talking about anymore. Yeah, it's one of those things like you try to explain a situation, and you're like, "There's no way to give this context because you've you've not you know you don't know the workings of this." Anyways, so I imagine it's fucking miserable. Like it's as shitty for the other side of any relationship, you know, be it whatever sex you know same sex opposite sex whatever yeah everyone sucks it sucks for everybody it's well, just I mean, different I think sucking what you're talking about is the concept of rejection and like but rejecting someone sucks too uh it's it is hard to tell someone you're not into them because you take on their yeah. pain because you know what it feels like yeah unless think, you're an asshole because i haven't had to do that many times in my life but there was one time and i couldn't do it so I just had to make out with this girl that I was really didn't, like, really didn't want now to make out with. Now imagine being someone girl. who has to like, not has to, but you you know you put yourself in that position. You're like I can't do, it. I can't hurt this person. So you fucking make yeah. out with them. They're grabbing your titties. They're doing. All, they're having the best time of your life, and you're like, <laughs> and you're like, no. <laughs> you're just like, I hate my <gasps> life. I I've had to do it. I I met a girl on MySpace. This is a long time ago, and. I thought, oh my God, she's so cool. So, you know, she's really pretty, all this stuff. I meet her in person. 
and there's just no fucking chemistry. There's no soul in her? No, no, no. She was super cool, super nice. Like, everything should have been... Everything should have been like, yeah, because it was exactly, you know, she was exactly the same person online. It wasn't those things like, I wasn't catfished. I wasn't like, you know, it wasn't a swap. This was the person I was talking to, but I met her and there was just whatever hormone it is, whatever, you know, like pheromones, there was no chemistry. I had zero. Do I know about this person? No, no, no. You never met her. Oh, it's not the one I'm thinking of? No. Okay. You could tell me afterwards, but there was just nothing there. Like... It's only happened a couple times where, like, I am completely ambivalent sexually to someone. You know what I mean? That I find attractive. Like, that in all ways, I should be like, yeah. You ever had that? I don't know. I think it's our low confidence because that has happened to me so many times. No, but the worst part is this girl slept in my house because <laughs> she was visiting yeah, from somewhere, like, kind of far away. And she was, like, going to be in town. She was like, can I crash your place? And I'm like, sure. And bruh, I had to lay in bed <laughs> with someone I knew wanted to hook up, and like, and just you didn't. I just didn't do well, it. Wait a second, though. Did that person just huddle up in the corner? You shared a bed. I shared a bed. Did they huddle up in the corner and, f- and fear a cower mm, from you? No, they tried to put their butt on my pelvis, and I was like, "Good night." <laughs> That's your nervousness. No, no, no. That's I. I, I literally wasn't. I just had nothing. So then, no man. The, I think it's our nervousness. I'm telling you, because look, next I had day, the same thing happen. Where I well, go ahead. Well, no, no. The next day, she was leaving, and she was like, she started driveway, and she drove back and, and leaned like she got out of her car into my car because I had to go somewhere. And she like I rolled over now. She's like, I have to kiss you. I just really want to. And I'm like, uh oh. And then she did it, and I was literally like, nothing. Like just flat out nothing. How old were you? Twenty. No, no. If it was MySpace, MySpace started in like, I was maybe 21. I mean, dude. I'm you, telling was you. Was she pretty? Yes. Did you like her? I, I thought I did. I just, I don't know what it was. I just, it's never happened. It's, it's rarely happened. It's happened to me before, but like, or since. I mean, I have one. I've, but I've, like, I felt literal nothing. Like, nothing. <sighs> I mean, I've I've one. I mean, after this, we'll get to Joker. But I've I've one that like that that happened. I was around the same. I was twenty. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, I worked. I won't say any of that. Well, I'll but, say this: I've definitely not hooked up with someone because I was scared. But that's different. I w- I knew that like I was just I was too nervous. I think I've done that too. Yeah. And it was like this was a girl that was in my my high school, and she was very 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 out of my league. Like really out of my league beyond and her and her boyfriend broke up and he was my friend and he was was super attractive like super and he is still hyper attractive one of the nicest most down-to-earth people i've ever met and i've ever known he was super good at sports super popular (laughs) coolest dude ever so this girl bought drugs for my friend and we would roll together and like you know do ecstasy together and she like clearly was like trying to talk to me so i yeah. reached out to this guy and i'm like hey man look this is what's going on you know you guys broke up but she's seeming like she wants to hang out and you know whatever do you mind like if if it will affect our friendship i wouldn't do that you know what i mean he has to say no because if he says yeah mind he's a bitch no and i gave him that business. i was like i feel you no and, and even if you said yeah and you said and you said okay i won't do it uh he's still a bitch no listen i think there's 
You can't claim people. No, and it's not about claiming, but it's about friendship. And if I respect you as a friend, and I know it's going to hurt your feelings, I'm not going to do it. It's funny. That goes into like my so, thing. Real quick. Sorry. So yeah, I tell good. him, hey, you know, she's trying to hang out. You know, it's, you, I know you broke up, but he had a new girlfriend. And he was like, totally cool, dude. And I really appreciate that you asked me. He's like, that's really cool. Because we weren't like close. We were just friends. Like I would do drugs with him <laughs> and we would hang <laughs> out and he was way too cool for me. But then she was at my house. And I just, I had, something was wrong, man. You know, like. You know she was there to fuck you. Right? She slept over my house. This is another time. And I was just like, it's not right. Round two and you, you were afraid of him. No. I, in my head, was like, I'll tell you what it is. I think you were afraid of him. No. He's super cool. I'll tell you what I was afraid of. I'll tell you exactly what I was afraid of. Are you ready? This happens to me all the time. I go, in my mind. This girl, and I was in high school, I was fucking, like, I wasn't uncool. I wasn't, like, this weirdo nerd. Nobody liked, I had a lot of friends. It wasn't like that. But I knew social ladder 12 runs above me. I'm, yeah. like, just the guy that nobody cares about. You know what I mean? I'm the guy that everyone's like, oh, he's funny. You know, like, love to have to do drugs with him and love to hang out with him when we're all drinking. He's not the guy I want to fuck, you know? Like, he's just a fun guy to hang out with. Yeah. And she was all about it. And I was like, and I'll tell you, this is what I do all the time the fuck's wrong with you that you want to fuck me you know what oh. i mean so in my head i'm like something's wrong turns out <laughs> she had bumpy downstairs oh she had herpes yeah and i don't think she Holy it wasn't shit. like that but i think i had like the sixth sense dude i saw dead people i was like something's wrong i found out like two weeks later and i was like oh shit but anyway sorry so I've been uh, there. What I'm saying is I've been there where I've not hooked up with someone because I was nervous. I was like, I couldn't, you know, I just, my insecurities were there. Um, yeah, I well, still think that anytime someone is into me, I thought it about yeah. Kelsey. I thought it about everybody that's ever dated me. I think, what the fuck is wrong with you that you're not with any of the other people I know you can get? Like, I see other dudes. Yeah, it still happens with me when like a girl's with me. I'm just like, why? Yeah, you're like, but why though? I'm like, I know the outward aspects of like... Like the like why maybe but like that like why yeah but um because I wouldn't fuck me if I was a girl like I mean yeah I don't know I mean but um uh, my one is actually funny so it's actually cut short because it's actually funny and it's I think I probably had told this end of the story but it's it's actually the girl which I won't tell the the story again mm-hmm. but it's it's actually the you want to see something sick <laughs> the Castlevania <laughs> Symphony of the Night girl. Dude, you're not ready. Trust me. <laughs> it was that girl. If you guys don't know, Listen sorry. Listen to this opening you're theme, to, dude. You're just going to have to like find it. Maybe we'll tell you in the future. Watch this, watch this. What but, is a man? <laughs> but uh, that girl who I'd met had invited me. I, I, I met this girl through a job, and we hung out like once mm-hmm. at a pizza place. I took her to my house and told her, watch this. And I like, <laughs> She thought I was going to pull my dick out, and I pulled out Final Fantasy Symphony of the Night. Yeah. Made her watch me play until... Slogler You're like, no, that's Rickard, and he's... <laughs> <laughs> um, but uh, a couple, like, I think like two weeks later or something, like, it was her birthday, and she invited me to her house, and, or her apartment. She had a roommate. She mm-hmm. had, like, a two-bedroom apartment with a roommate. We were, they were young. I was 20. She was probably, like, 20 or 20, like 19 or some shit. And uh, she invites me over as, like, her date, or, mm-hmm. like, as, like, the guy who she's... I'm, like, I'd never been this before. And I still have never been. Like, I met this guy, and like, oh, yeah, he's coming yeah, over yeah. to my party, and like, mm-hmm. oh, this guy, like, 
and I'm at the party and like there's some friends barbecuing and there's some beers and yeah. people are hanging out. And then at one point, I've, I've told this, but it was on nerd porn, so I'll tell it again out here. And uh, at one point, I'm hanging out, and someone goes, uh, "Hey, no, she goes, hey, uh, my boys, my ex boyfriend's here. He wants to meet you." And I look by the door, and uh, there's this guy, you know, hey, he looks like he looks like Sebastian Maniscalco. Yeah. Right. Tight black he's, shirt. He's, no, he's got he's got a red like silk shirt on, like almost dice clay rat pack, black yeah. slacks on, some shiny <laughs> shoes. His hair slicked back, Italian. Cup, couple of the top buttons, a button <laughs> there down, you gold are. chain, long hair, metalhead. Uh, no, at this time I have short hair. Oh, okay. I have a short hair. I'm just chilling, and he and I go, hey, how, how's it going? And he goes, hey, nice to meet you. You want you want to go for a walk? <laughs> and I'm like, ah. Shit. <laughs> I'm about to get murdered so and like, I ain't get laid. So this guy looks like fucking like Italian, but you, you want to go for a walk? So we start walking and um I pull out a cigarette, we start smoking. And uh he, he basically tells me like this girl, her name was Carrie. She was a short, short, kind of thick, nice bodied uh redhead girl, fair skin. He's Italian buddy. And uh he's like Oh, you know, I've, I've been dating her for many years. And we recently broke up. She told me she met a nice, bo- nice, nice guy. You know, I'm like, okay. And he You're goes, like, who's he? And then he starts talking, <laughs> and he basically tells me, like, Joe Rogan's life. He goes, you know, I'm a, a three-time martial arts national champion. <laughs> um, actually, his sensei was Billy from Power Rangers. Really? So do you remember now when I told yeah. you in the past? His his karate teacher for his, mm-hmm. uh, his life was Billy from Power Rangers. And he actually worked as one of the stunt coordinators and choreographers on The Dark Knight with, oh, that's he, awesome. with Ledger. That's and awesome. back then we had it was early Facebook days. Mm-hmm. He would post like scant photos of just like just riggings. Yeah, yeah. Of the scenes, but you'd see like the buildings. Mm-hmm. It's like you know shooting, yeah, shooting yeah. Dark Knight, and I'm like, yo, this motherfucker. So I meet him, and we start walking around the block, and we're talking, and uh, he just seems like such a cool dude. We get back around, and we get back around the block, back to her apartment or townhouse thing, uh, apartment, and uh, he's like, "Yo, he's like my age, by the way." <laughs> yeah. Even though he's talking like he's like yeah, you know, yeah. a little oldie, he's got like a little more like confidence because obviously yeah. he has like a career. He's a, he's a, he's a. At this point, it's really like it's funny. He's almost like a like Joe Rogany at that time. Like he had been a martial arts champion in his youth. Mm-hmm. Uh, at this point, we're in our early twenties. He might be maybe 23, 24 by now, but he's a martial arts teacher. Mm-hmm. And he's getting into film and choreography and shit. Yeah, he's doing real shit. And he's like doing real life shit. And uh, like the Dark Knight thing didn't happen until like three years ago. Yeah, later. yeah. So he's like, I want to smoke a cigar. Do you want to smoke a cigar? And it's the <laughs> first time I've ever smoked like a cigar. Yeah, yeah. And he pulls out like some cigars, like, like cigar cigars <laughs> with like a cutter thing. And like I smoke cigars with them. Yeah. You know, smoking the cigars. And I'm like, that guy was really cool. And I'm like, that's a really cool dude. And like, I kind of want to be his friend. Yeah. So like the party goes, I'll tell you one really quick fun cliff note, which is on nerd porn. 
there was this one guy who looked like a fat loser, Russell Crowe. Yeah. So I I met her through I worked at a, a store and there was like this nerdy guy and basically like imagine like a bunch of like nerds who were never cool in high school mm-hmm. by like twenty three like they had good jobs and like they had money so they all bought like Kawasaki's mm-hmm. and pretended they were like in a bike gang so yeah. like a bunch of nerds who like have bikes so they're like they're like midlife crisising at twenty three yeah and one of them's like I love grilling and he has these fat fat burgers. And he grills them way too hot to where the outsides are cooked. And the, the insides, insides are just raw. Raw. So I'm eating this burger and I'm realizing the inside's cold. But he's looking at me like, it's great, isn't it? <laughs> I have to like hide it and tear chunks off. And yeah. like feed it to the dog or throw it in the trash. <laughs> but anyways, the party ends and I realize like I'm staying here tonight. And I had never been in that position at that time. Yeah, yeah. I had had girlfriends. And I'd yeah, yeah, yeah. This is like the first time like a strange girl. Yeah, was like, stay at my house. And she's like, get in my bed. And I'm in my underwear. <laughs> and like, you know, the climb which comes up, we were like making out. And there's like some, I'm like, you know, hands are going places. And then all of a sudden I'm like, you know, we're kissing. And I'm like, oh, hands are touching. And then I'm just like, okay. <laughs> Good night. <laughs> and then I go to bed. And then I wake up the next morning and I'm like, she's still asleep. And I'm like, hey, you awake? And she's like, yeah, I'm going to go. She's like, okay. And I just leave. And I just realized like. <laughs> Two times in a row with I'm this like, girl. That girl. No, that was the one time that ever happened. That girl. No, I mean, because that was the same Symphony of the Night. Oh, yeah. because yeah, Two times. Sim- yeah. <laughs> so that girl is just like, why won't this guy hook up with me? Mm-hmm. But the thing is, is like, I think it was that I met the her ex boyfriend, and he was still in love with her. Yeah, and I was like, that's why he did that. I was like, Billy was his trainer. Yeah, and he's like really cool and nice, and he's like smart, and he's a martial artist. And I like showed him. I was like, because back then I was still spry and young, mm-hmm. so I still had some pretty cool kicks. I had a really cool windmill kick. Mm-hmm. I had a really cool, cool tornado kick. I had a pretty nice sidekick. And I remember, like, I'm like, you got slacks on, dog. Come on. Like, let's do some, like, and, yeah. and he'd be like, this is how you do it. Wow, wow. And I'd be like, let me show you mine. He's like, that's pretty good for not fucking having taken lessons. Yeah. So I was like, man, I'd rather be friends with this guy than fuck <laughs> this girl. Because yeah. I don't fucking know her. And yeah. she didn't show respect for Symphony in the Night. <laughs> no, I didn't think that. But uh, what is a man? The thing is, I, I, I went home the next morning. Sequence. I didn't hook up with her at all. And. Years later, he invited me to a party in like one of one of these crazy like million dollar condos mm-hmm. for him and like this other filmmaker buddy, where like one of like Robert De Niro's like uh, master of photography or whatever yeah. DPs was mm-hmm. there and like models. Like I'm in this crazy party I should not be at, <laughs> and uh, the guy, which I won't say his name, the the boyfriend he kept saying like this is my this is my friend who uh who fucked my ex-girlfriend who was in love with and i'm like dude i'm telling you i never did <laughs> he goes i don't believe you. you're telling me that because i i like you anyways jesse you're good man jesse you're good and i'm like no you don't understand i didn't do it he never believed me <laughs> then he's mad at you that you His didn't name's later. Adam. Yeah. he never believed me That's funny. but uh but i never did and i want him to know <laughs> adam if you hear this i want him to know that I wish I could go back and do it <laughs> because she fuck you, was dude. so in my lane, like so beautiful. She's you know fair skin, red hair, 
And uh, anyways, so Joker, everyone. Well, so let's real quick. I'm going to go through two news stories and then we'll do Joker and then we'll be done. Uh, so real kind of big news, but we've all known it. Uh, PS5 was announced uh, officially. Yeah. They gave out some like spec stuff, which we won't I mean, go into. Yeah, even how you said big news, but we all know. Like, I saw PlayStation Five release date revealed, and it took me like three days to open the link because mm-hmm. I was like, I don't care. Yeah, Whatever. and you immediately go, yeah, next year Christmas time, duh. Or it'll come out. Yeah, so it is scheduled to come out fall twenty twenty, uh, between October and December sometime. So in a year. Yeah, which is actually pretty sweet it's like yeah one year so that means everyone should buy a ps5 in about two and a half years when the next remodel comes out Don't oh i'm gonna buy a day one no never buy the first model no i'll still buy I'll my ps4 still oh you're right they're always shitty they're, they're the first well i'll buy it when the first game i want comes or out. if gamestop's still alive buy it get the prp Protection. yeah and then swap it out two years later for the remodel, but that's nice, man. We're gonna get a we're gonna get a PS Five in a year. Yeah, it'll probably be a very strong system. They're just because PC graphics haven't gotten leaps a, a, ahead. It's just like they oh, kind we've of hit the uncanny valley yeah. thing. So, but they're able to shrink down those pieces and bits and bobs you know because so that's what happens times. yeah so then it becomes low profile and they can throw it in a ps5 yeah so basically load time as long as load times go down and also like you don't have to make my ps5 look like real life it can yeah. look like a ps4 pro just give me like three terabytes and 60 or FPS five terabytes yeah you know um that's cool. Well, we don't have any designs yet. There was like a spec design that came out. It was so I don't care. ugly. Yeah, that weird thing with the horseshoe. You, in it. Yeah, ugh. I don't care about that. I mean, I don't care about any of that stuff. I just care about give me a date because mm-hmm. I don't buy systems day one. Well, I'd love Maybe. to see launch games. You know, what, what are they going to do? Because yeah. I definitely, you're right. I probably won't buy it day one just because I didn't get a PS4 for a full year because there was just nothing I wanted to play. Same thing, PS3. I then didn't fucking Bloodborne got announced and your boy was like, well, time to do it. Yeah, I got a PS2 or PS3 in 2008. Yeah, I got yeah. it like two or three years in because yeah. there was nothing. Remember, there was like that dragon game, layer, 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 yeah, layer. and it was terrible. Where you had to use six like, axes. Six axes is gonna be the thing. Well, they, it's they, so they were terrible. trying to. They were trying to kind of beat Panzer Dragoon, mm-hmm. and it's like no, nah. Panzer Dragoon is an on rail shooter. Yeah, you failed. Yeah. Um, so, one other piece of news for, obviously, Halloween time. Uh, Haunting of Hill House Season 2 has officially begun production, or is about to begin production. I think it's delayed a little bit. They said they're a little bit behind. Um, but they're changing the name because it's not The Haunting of Hill House. Uh, it's going to be called The Haunting of Bly Manor, uh, which is going to be an adaptation of Shirley Jackson Jackson's The Turning of the Screw, which is a really famous horror book. That I will be reading. It's I, not Amityville. Right? No. So this time is another kind of ghost story, but it's a different, you know, it's going to be a completely different thing. It's always thing. the same, yeah. Some tragedy happened here. There's some spookies. Yeah. Turning of the Screw is supposedly great, so I gotta, I have to read it. But uh, So that's it. So, we'll, you know, for news, uh, let's go into our Joker thoughts, and let's get the fuck out of Dodge. Right. All right. Two so, hours. hey, if you guys fucking don't want spoilers for Jokers, go away. Yeah. You had an hour and 50 minutes. And uh, to tell you the truth, before spoilers, no spoilers, 
you can hear the spoilers and still enjoy the film. What's your rating before they go? Well, I already did it. I give it a four out of five. I can't do halves. You can do halves. Kelsey I mean, did a yeah, half. Yeah, because on a real man, I don't really fuck with like, yeah, like I don't abide by Keith rules. There's 4.5. Okay. And you know what? Four. Yeah. Even with halves, yeah. I'm going to say a four. I would agree. I don't think it's perfect. I really enjoyed it. I think it's a great film. Yeah. I think it's a great film. I think the beginning breaks down to a pretty annoying formula. Oh, I was yeah, saying now? this. Yeah, we're in. So right, go so away guys, if you're not watching it. Go away. So I'll tell you, here's my, my gripe with the beginning is it literally exists as a series of bad shit happening to Arthur Fleck. Like there's no building other than this guy's life sucks. This guy's I noticed life that. sucks. I noticed that in the film where you're watching it, you're just watching him go being made fun of in the locker room, being bullied on the street. Yes. Being made fun of in the locker room for being bullied on the street. Yep. Going home and being subservient because he sucks, like because he's like living with his mom and yeah. And then, well, I'm I'm going too fast, but no, no, no. Yeah, but that's so, the the beginning. Yeah, like, like the beginning that first is, act is just that. The opening scene. I didn't watch a video. I should have watched, which was the director breaks down the opening scene. Okay. Is the opening scene is him? He paints his paint on his face. And he has his fingers in his mouth, and he he like forces his mouth to tear, to smile. Yeah. To tear, to smile. And you see a tear going out down his face. See, it's almost like you see him testing which face works better. Because mm-hmm. some clowns, some clowns used to uh, use the smile paint. Yeah. And some clowns use the, the frown, frown yeah. paint, and they're still funny clowns. Yeah. So it's almost like, ironic that he uses the smile paint Mm -hmm. even though he's crying yeah and i caught that i'm like oh there's probably some fucking freudian yeah fucking art student's gonna fucking look into this and write a freaking 18 page paper on the first 13 seconds like that's what i'm kind of annoyed by and i feel bad about this because i'm an asshole i'm so annoyed by how many Essays and articles and papers are going to be written about dissecting this film. Yeah, it's not that. I feel like this film is a faux art nouveau film. So I was just going to say what this is, what that is, feels manufactured here, right? Yes. It feels like I could have wrote it. You know why? This was produced by Scorsese. No, it wasn't. He dropped out. Oh, he did? Well, so... Scorsese, Scorsese was was going to do it. He was going to produce, not he direct. He was going to produce, and then he dropped out. Okay, well, hear me out. Todd Phillips was brought in when he was still producing. Todd Phillips wrote it with Sweeney or some shit yeah, like that? Yeah, but Robert De Niro is in this film, right? This film is literally two Scorsese films mashed together. Taxi yeah, Driver. And King of Comedy. And King of Comedy. Very literally in the King of Comedy sense, because that movie is about... A fail, a failing comedian who kidnaps the late night show, like a Johnny Carson, to get his yeah. time on there. And oh, we're spoiler time now, right? Yeah, yeah. But this is like the end of this film is basically that it's he doesn't same kidnap shit. him, but he holds the show hostage and then murders him and becomes famous for it. You know what I mean? And in the King of Comedy, at the end, he does a set. He does his like comedy set on the show. You know, they always had the comedians come out, whatever. And he's joking about the fact that he kidnapped the host of the show in order to get on. And people are laughing. They think it's a joke. And he says, wait till tomorrow's news. You'll know. 
and then he becomes famous and then whatever and then end of the the movie is he's him writing his memoir yeah so it's not a bad movie but i think not at all it's a great movie i I think think what it is is like you know what i think is what it's like i'm just making this up in my head right now in the moment it's like if jet lee who's the guy who saved the elephant Tony. Oh, Ong Bak. Ong Bak, Jet Li, Jackie Chan. Jackie! Tony Jaws. Tony Jaws. Yeah. Jackie! Jackie Chan. Uh, and resurrected Bruce Lee came to me and said, and Chuck Norris came, came back and he said, like, you write some dope shit. And I wrote some dope shit. And I used some cameras from the 70s. Mm-hmm. And it was dope. And people go, incredible. Yeah. But it was just me who don't know shit about what it is. This guy took pre-manufactured shit. And I, I mean, I don't want to take it from him. I don't want to say this movie's bad. Because that, that almost sounds like it's bad. I almost feel like maybe it was... I don't want to say it was easy. Because it looks like a difficult film to shoot. Especially yeah. for Joaquin. Mm-hmm. I feel like it was difficult and tough. But, dude, I don't think any boundaries were broken. No. Like that, I think I, I think I'm, he was on Jimmy Kimmel. And he of, said it was super fun to film. I'm I'm actually like like right now really breaking it down because I just saw it a couple days ago. I'll tell you. You want to know what I, I think I don't this think is like? It was it was hard. I don't think it was. It's not groundbreaking. It's a really great film. Mm-hmm. I just don't think it's as. Oh my God, we've we've reached a new level of cinema. No, we just this is what's called gritty seventies style kind of exploitation it's just thriller a dark drama. It's an exploitation thriller drama from the seventies, actually nineteen eighty one. Here's I what I think. Here's what I think. This is this is the tantamount to me. This is like the parallel. This is like how Tool just released a new album, and everybody was like, "It's going to be the best thing that's ever happened because it's fucking Tool," and it's good. But like people are like, it's a, it's literally life changing. You know what I mean? And it's yeah. like that thing where it's like, you came in with this preconceived notion because there's all these people talking about how this is going to inspire school shooters and you know that kind of shit. Which that line that I already bitched about, which I'll say now, my biggest issue with this film, and really the only part other than you know the beginning was wasn't hooking me at first because I could just see the writing. You know what I mean? Where yeah. in a normal movie. I fall into it and I'm like, I'm in this world. In this, I was literally watching a script. You know, like I was like, scene one, Arthur goes outside, gets beat up or, you know, gets made fun of in the locker room. Scene two, goes outside, gets his thing stolen. Scene three, boss yells at him for getting his sign stolen even though he's injured from it. You know, like this bad, 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 bad life to make us feel for this character, right? My worst, the the thing that almost broke it for me that was so un-Joker and I know you, you, you were saying you've been reading a lot of Joker stuff and you have some history with it. I find that line where he says, what do you get when you take a mentally unstable loner and you let your society, society, that shit's on him, you get what you fucking deserve and he blows his brains out? That is not the Joker. Yeah. Joker would not be self-pitying. Yeah, so... Uh, there's like... There's so many angles for us to go because we've already gone gone from the first scene to literally... No, the, yeah. We've already gone from the first scene to the last scene, so I guess we don't have to pick the movie apart, which is fine, but I want to pick a couple of parts to talk about. Uh, I have a question for you. Sure. I have two questions for you. One is from Seth uh, Seth Myers uh, from Who's Next Gaming. Actually, wrote me earlier. Mm-hmm. Do you think Thomas Wayne is uh, uh, Arthur's dad? 
they tackle it in oh, yeah, one no, way. Oh, no, no, we can talk about that. Um, that's actually going to be something that what I'm going to bring up. So what's the okay. other question? The other question is, do you think he killed his neighbor? When he's in her house, they don't explicitly show it. We've oh, seen... I was thinking about that yesterday. I remember thinking about that. So, okay, so we'll have to at least bring that up. So... There, yeah, that's a part that we get to. So basically, it's just all right. So the movie takes place and basically tells the story of this guy. Right, so we have fucking Arthur Peck or Arthur Fleck, and he has the, this thing where he laughs when he's not supposed to, which is funny because I have a thing not to fucking put me in this position, but I also too like if I'm talking to someone like my a lot of us have had this. If you're mm-hmm. talking to your parents and you know you have to be serious, but you ha- can't help but crack a smile. Yeah, you know you shouldn't crack a yeah. smile. I've had that happen. I've had that happen to me when I hear like a relative died, <laughs> like your grandfather died, yeah. and I have like four relatives looking at me, and I go like, <laughs> "Grandpa's dead," <laughs> and I feel bad. Yeah, but it's just because it's just how you I handle, don't know. Yeah. What to do, mm-hmm. you know? Well, it's I, almost also like, like, did you steal the cookie? And you're, you know, you did, yeah. but you want to say no, but your face goes, <laughs> yeah. Well, and in this, I, I will say, I talk about it. I don't know if you got all the way through the episode, but I don't think, like, he basically figures out that's not that it's a condition. That's him. He laughs at things that aren't funny because that's what he finds funny. I, I did notice a switch near the end where I was He doesn't like, do it anymore. You know why? Because he can, he controls himself during the interview. Yes. That's how you know. That's what I'm saying. During the interview, I was like, oh, he's on, like, he's, he's, it's almost like he's flatlined. Well, he's accepted he's, it. He's between the loss, like, loss of mind and, and, and having mind. He's in the middle now. He's he understands. Well, what I think is he's in control of it because he knows it now. He's like that's yeah. that's not uncontrollable. I I find things like that funny. That's what I find funny. It's almost because he knows like because we're in spoilers now. He knows. Oh, I I have the control of my punchline. Yeah. Either I blow my own head off, mm-hmm. or I shoot taxi driver. I did actually face. laugh at his first joke when he says, "Knock knock, who's there? It's the police, ma'am. Your son." Oh, I laughed too. And, yeah, and you know it's funny. I was the only one. No, you know it was stupid, and I felt really bad. I'm not bad, but I felt like silly and almost like I I wish I wasn't doing this because it sounds like I'm doing this. When he kills the third guy on the stairs from the train, mm-hmm. I just started laughing. Oh, I laugh every time. I'm the guy when in the theater was, that laughs. When he was killing the dudes, like, because they're like, you know, send in the clowns, because mm-hmm. they couldn't hold the tune, yeah. you know? When he shot the last fat guy on the stairs, he wasn't that fat, slightly overweight, normal American. Uh, I uh, I laughed. I laughed at the first shot. I laugh during, when any violence surprises me, I laugh. That's like, and I always look like, oh, shit. That's how um, I get during like action scenes. Like I remember watching like The Matrix Revolution or some shit like ugh. back. No, but come on, man. No, it's back are no, but back in like two thousand and four. Yeah, I was playing Castlevania: Area of Sorrow, and I hated that. I I literally played it on a Game Boy Color, and I put my head in my shirt so I could. Fuck you, bro. I'm just saying. When I was watching Matrix <laughs> and he was fighting a bunch of Smiths, I was like cracking up because I'm like, this is awesome. Yes. Well, we do it like superhero movies too, like when really cool shit's up. You're like, yeah. oh fuck yeah, you're you know? just like excited. But, but I will say that superhero movies tend to make me sob. Into like Marvel is a really, really, Marvel does a really great job at pulling out my, uh, like my emotions. Mm-hmm. 
this movie did not ever, even though I understood there were emotional things happening, and I can almost kind of, I can empathize with this character more than anyone. I'm also a loser in his mid-30s who lives with his mother who's going to never become anything and who's going to die a martyr for nothing. But this movie never, like, made me emotional. Yeah, there was no real emotional resonance in it. I think, you know what, I think when I got emotional a little bit during one of his dances. There was one dance he had where, I think it was the one after the girl came to his door and he closed it. And he did how you were talking about mm-hmm. that weird yeah, that little fisticuff dance. thing. It's almost like it has a little bit of fisticuffs meets a little bit of ballet. Mm-hmm. Because he does a little bit of swaying. Mm-hmm. And I thought it was such a romantic thing that I got a little emotional because I could almost feel him because I also I also dance in the dark by myself when I'm fucked up because I'm fucking alone all the time. I will say I saw the twist with her coming a mile and a half away. Like literally the first time she came to his door, I'm like, oh, she's not real. You think she's not real? No, no. In that moment. She's real. She wasn't real then. Like he was she, f- fantasizing think, about her. What about when he went to her door and kissed her? Fantasy. That's all fake. Really? Yeah. What about when she confronted him and said, did you follow me? Fake. He, I you assume... think the only interaction was the elevator? No, the only interaction is the elevator and then the end part where he goes into her house and she's like, you're the guy from down the hall. You can't be in here. Man, that's really smart. Please don't hurt my daughter. Like, yeah, that's, that's because that's, she knows him only through the said, elevator. She would have said, Arthur. Yeah. She says, like, holy fuck, man. Yeah. You know what we got to watch for? We got to watch for um, color, 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 uh, not to be silly. Color, um, what is it called when you do color? Color correction, like color grading? Color correction. Maybe there's a different color grading in the in the frames when they are together. I mean, I didn't notice that. No, the thing that you know is that, A, she's okay with the fact that he followed her to work and she, like, wants to fuck him afterwards. B, she never has her daughter with her, and she's a single mom. Like, they're out at all times of the day and night, and her daughter's never there. They don't even I address that it. When she was at the hospital with yeah. him and his mom, and, and then I she was walks like, away. And I even never said, Where's back. her daughter? Yep. She walks away to get coffee, never comes back. Well, I thought, like, in the elevator, when she puts her hand up to her head and she goes, mm-hmm. when they get out, and then he waits an awkward amount of time. And he goes, Hey. And he goes, Hey. And he goes, Way too overdramatic. Yeah. And yeah. he like does like a more violent like headshot thing, and she's like, "Okay, yeah." And I was like, "That was a little bit like like I don't know like that was a point of contention that I was kind of like debating is who is she in the film, and I was kind of upset and annoyed at that because I'm like, who is this person? Because they play no factor, yeah, and they actually don't really have lines other than just. Kind of, how are you? Kind of like um, exposition, uh, tools of exposition mm-hmm. in the moment lines. Well, but that's the point. She's not a real character. She's a lady who he doesn't know who exists down the hall. And all those scenes you see of them are fake. They're all her filling a role in his head. Even before he's going to go up to see the cop, before he's going to go see his mom and the cops are downstairs bothering him. Yep. And he's like, my mom's fucking up there. He's by himself. There's nobody in the waiting room. And he's like, let me go see my fucking mom. Bye. Yeah. Next thing we see is him and her together. Mm-hmm. Why wouldn't yeah, she Yeah, he was out been, smoking a cigarette alone. Why, why wouldn't she have been in the waiting room? You know how to mute your phone, bro? I do, but just I just don't... I'm not... 
I'm only popular when I'm on the podcast. And by um, popular, I mean my but I don't think he killed her. Because he's only killing people who he perceives to have done him wrong, and she didn't do him wrong. I yeah, think I, don't, I, I, mean, I think that was him realizing he's, you know, he's crazy. Like that's part of that realization, and that's why. Well, so this is where we get into real Joker shit because, film's sake, it would not make sense for him to hurt her. No. Joker's sake, it's chaos. So it yeah, Joker's matter. sake, it doesn't even matter. He would, he wouldn't have even yeah. fantasized about having a relationship with so, her. So, I mean, like, I but guess, that's when he's we'll, the Joker. We'll, you know we'll, what I mean? We'll round about to the end, but let me just get the the real Joker's sake out. I know we're you know we're, we're rounding out, but um, so real Joker canon, Joker has no canon, and they've always done this on purpose. Yeah. So the nineteen eighty nine Batman film told us that. Uh, Joker was a criminal making a heist, and then he fell over a rail and fell into acid. Mm-hmm. And it like it's the thing, the same thing that they were Harley Quinn, yeah, and, where it dies, and Jared Leto, where yeah. they're like, "Oh, acid just turns you into a sexy juggalo," mm-hmm. even instead of killing you. And uh, there was the comic, uh, fuck the one. Um, Killing, killing joke. joke. Yeah, the killing joke. He where, tells the story where he's a failed comedian. Yes. Yeah, so yeah. he has a he has he like he lives. So in the killing joke, this is the first origin we ever got of the Joker. Uh, pardon me for any flubs, any guys who knows everything for sure, but I didn't do any research recently. But I read this. He has a wife and kids and a regular daytime job. But he's a piece of shit, fucking low-life, fucking garbage, just suburban loser man. That thing gets, like, fired from No, he didn't job. have... I don't think he has kids. His wife wants wife. to be rich, and he can't. That's yeah, the thing. Yeah, he has, like, a shitty job, and then... What so ends he up does... Happening he is becomes is, Red Hood. Well, no, he doesn't become Red Hood. Yeah, they There put, is a criminal named yeah, the Red Hood. It's Robin Hood. And someone... No, no, it's this is way before Jason Todd shit. No, no, what I'm saying is... They put that costume on him. It's just a character that they play when they rob these places. It's not one yeah. person. Yeah, so it's a group. So basically, there is supposedly a Red criminal. Killing joke. Yeah, there's supposedly a criminal named Red Hood. But what they do is, is they just pick anybody and like, they yo, you're Red Hood, yeah. and then they send you with six other goons, and they're all dressed as Red Hood, and you all Red Hooded out, and you all go. And then in that story, he falls, he fails his mission, and he falls into vat of acid, mm-hmm. and becomes the Joker. But that's also Killing Joke, which is a one-off side. Yeah, and it's an Elseworlds because it's like a what if because yeah, Batman it's a kills what if or else jokes or yeah. even if he does or doesn't. Well, it's that also is referenced in Dark Knight. That is one of the stories Joker tells yeah. about how he got his scars. Yeah, kind of. So he talks about his wife who had a gambling problem. The, the thing is, is what they do with Joker. What DC has done is is very strange. They've always kept his story ambiguous because he doesn't need an origin now here's the problem (laughs) back in like 2011 2012 might have been a little bit after that um dc did the new 52 yeah where they rebooted the universe Mm -hmm. and they did such a bad job they did rebirth they had like to, almost immediately. They had to rebirth it in like two years. And then they were like, there's three Jokers. But at the end of New 52, they basically brought out, and this is Batman canon, mm-hmm. they brought out that Joker isn't a person. Yeah, he's a Joker entity. is actually a god entity, kind of like a Loki. Yeah, and he's existed forever. 
who has existed forever, which makes him not like a Loki. It makes him almost like an elemental. Mm-hmm. He's the elemental essence of chaos, laughter, and what's that thing called? Miss Mischief. Mischief. Mm-hmm. He's basically Loki. He's I'll basically. Have you guys know Pan. he was just doing a little clown dance while he was yeah. doing mischief. Uh, so basically, New Fifty Two goes. Oh, Joker's not a human. He's just a uh, you know like a crazy god that possesses vessels. So now we're like, fuck. What do you mean? You know what I mean? What the yeah. fuck's going on? Sorry. And uh, so we have to deal with that. And now we have the whole rebirth thing that's been going on for a long time. And then there's three Jokers they mention. There's a part where Batman gets in a chair of gods and he can like read the future. At the end of New 52, they like mentioned there's three, but when by the time rebirth starts, they didn't even bring that shit yeah. back up. Dude, <laughs> my dude, they didn't bring that up. They're like, yeah, Joker's back. Yeah. Uh, so like, Joker is back and he's done stuff and uh, it's actually pretty cool. Like Batman proposed to Catwoman and Joker was his best man and it was pretty cre pretty cool. But basically, Joker has no origin. Yeah, well, that's what makes him cool, and that's why I keep saying he doesn't need one because the thing with him is it doesn't matter who he is. Okay, it's so, like Batman. It's it's what he is. No, Batman has a origin no no but what i mean is batman always says any like there just has to be a batman it's not that it's bruce wayne is important he's like basically exactly yeah like because over time like dude uh dick grayson has taken the mantle uh asriel has taken the mantle jim gordon yeah gordon had the robot jordan was he not he had not even a robot suit he had like a nanobot like a metal gear suit for a while uh, so basically, so this movie does a weird thing. So let's go into this part where they introduce. Let's Bruce go Lane. into the hard Batman tie-ins, which is this is super spoilerific. Well, so, so Joker, J- Joker's Joker's mother, he uh, Penny Fleck. What is his name again? Alec? Oh, Arthur Fleck. Arthur Fleck lives with Penny Fleck, his mom, and. She eventually, she always message, mentions to the movie, did we get a letter? Did we get a letter? And he's like, no, mom. What are you waiting for? And she goes, Wayne, Thomas well, he's Wayne. he's like, why are you writing Thomas Wayne? You worked from 30 years ago. And she's like, no, he'll, and she's, and she's basically saying, look, I used to fuck that dude. And once he realizes we're hurting, yeah, like if he just gives us a penny to him, which would be 10 grand, yeah. it would help us. Yeah. They're poor. So he's like, he doesn't care about us. But then he finds letters, a letter that her mom wrote where she's alluding to the fact that... She says, me and your son need you. Yeah, Joker, she, Arthur Fleck thinks he's the illegitimate, or he might be the illegitimate son of Thomas Wayne. So then we go, oh shit, Joker's Batman's brother, stepbrother. Yeah. You know what I do at that moment in the theater? I go full asshole mode by mistake. I go, I'm out. <laughs> I just say it out loud. I'm out. I check out. I'm out. Because yeah, yeah. I was upset. I'm like, that's bullshit. That's stupid. Yeah. Dumb. So what happens is, is uh, Arthur Fleck, he goes up, he finds the bat. Uh, he No, not the, the Wayne bat. Manor. He, the Wayne Manor. He goes up. By the way. I didn't realize that was Alfred, that chubby guy. terrible, right? That chubby guy that looks like the other guy from the uh, the... Ice cream zombie guy movies, Neapolitan. Oh, Nick Frost. 
Yeah, yeah. That's no, cool. wait. You're talking about Shaun of the Dead? Yeah, who's the fat guy? Nick Frost. Okay, he looked like that guy to me. Cornetto trilogy. Yeah, yeah Cornetto. That's, that's yeah. the ice cream, right? Yeah. Sorry. Um, I was like, why is it? Who's this guy? I didn't realize His that was supposed to be out. It's not it's British. It, it doesn't. It's like a non-accent. He's yeah, like he was just talking. He has like a weird way of speaking, but it's not an accent. You're like, what the hey, fuck are you doing? What are you doing? Where? War? What are you doing? It's like uh, it's so weird. So I um I saw that scene and where- Bruce Wayne is. Real weird in that movie, right? He just lets a grown man stick his fingers in his mouth, doesn't say a word. Yeah. Um, like, he chokes Alfred, and then he's just like, okay, bye, and just walks away with him. Yeah, like, the thing is, is like... And then they kill his parents, and he doesn't say a shit or cry. I mean, well, that, that's fine, because we don't get the full scene of that. But the scene where Bruce is there, it's just... I didn't know how to take it, because I... The age, I even though I heard you guys last episode talk about the age range. Yeah. No, way too far apart. Joker's at least thirty-five. This kid's ten years old at the most. Yeah, but he'll be forty-five by the time Batman is twenty, and that's when Batman comes back. But Batman's prime is when, when Batman's like about 30s, forty-two. Yeah. To, I, I, I my opinion is Batman's prime. Batman year one is probably I would assume twenty. Twenty. 24 26 but by the time batman's fucking with the joker dude i'm thinking he's like when he's sparring you have to imagine how many times he's run around with them i think batman's peak age which which we this is a hard thing for us to judge because these comics start in the 60s and yeah they're still around yeah. now perpetually in my opinion batman is perpetually between the ages of 36 and 45 Four. Okay, I could see that because like that's a grown like the pinnacle yeah. age of your gr- of your strength. I mean, not really. Look at MMA fighters. If they're thirty two, they're out. No, but Batman's a detective. That's true. So I don't think that they have like and Randy Couture uh, was fighting until he's like forty. And I, and I mean, maybe yes. And even at twenty, that would make Joker in his fifties. Well, no, if he's twenty, how old are you right now? I'm thirty six. Do you think you could find a sixty year old that could fuck you up? Yeah. Hell yeah. Really? Hell yeah. Really? Yeah. Kelsey's dad is 60, and he'll whip my ass. Really? Yeah, dude. He <laughs> runs like five miles a day. Guy's fucking... I mean, he's not like All right. Buff. So it just, it just bummed me out, because in this movie, Joker looks at, if you stretch it on oh, movie Joker's standards... Oh, Joker's 45 in this easy. Let's even stretch it in this movie. Let's, let's say he's 38. Yeah. That little Bruce is like... 10. So, what they're saying now is Todd Phillips came out and said, like, this, I'm not saying this isn't the guy that inspired the Joker. He's like, you know, this could, could have been Payson Giro. Yeah, and this could be Joker, like the one we get, or this could be a guy that goes to jail forever and then other Joker sees him and is like, oh, I like that. Like, chaos. Let's I believe do it. You. you know, like, or if we go on to the new 52 thing, he could just be possessed by the entity yeah. that is Joker. Yeah. And you know what? I thought I was going to hate the makeup in this, but it makes no. sense. No, no. But like, what I mean is it makes sense. Like, I thought like, well, that's not Joker. It's kind of lame. Like, I wish it was like, I wish he'd just do the real Joker makeup. But no, that's his character. Like, that's his clown makeup. And he was just wearing it when he killed those guys and became a symbol. And yeah. then those masks happened. So then he was like, no, I'm going on TV and that's going to be fucking me. No, I do want to say, sense. I don't think he killed the neighbor because there's no way 
the police wouldn't be knocking on his door earlier. You know what I mean? Like at this point, so much has gone on. There's already it's already weird that they never arrest him. Like they're there all the time, and they're just like, "We want to talk to you." Why does anybody think she died? Because he was there. Just he's already killing people, and then he goes there. But he doesn't have blood on. Like, but he walked. The only off-screen death we see, other than that, is the end of the movie and he has the bloody footprints so you know he killed her you know what well, i mean those are funny yeah yeah that, no, no but what i mean is was hilarious i loved it loved it but what i mean is in this they would have shown us if he killed her he'd have blood on his hands or something right but it's just like the he, footprints were brilliant. that's great and they were perfect it was really good yeah so and I that mean, was very joker like i loved everything about this as an origin for a joker character other than that line but even then after that he's now just Cuckoo nuts running yeah. around killing people. And well, when laughing. he was in Arkham and he came, when those footprints, this should be the last thing we say, but it's not going to be. But when those footprints hit, I was like, oh man, that's so fucking Joker. Yeah, he's full blown and off his so rocker. funny. Yeah. But um, I'm not sure if he killed the neighbor. I don't think so. I think it was just a thing. I think that's when um, he realized, like, oh, that's it. I'm crazy. Oh, but so we were talking about his mom. So the thing that they allude to, he goes to Wayne Manor. He meets Alfred and Bruce Wayne. Alfred's like, your mom's crazy. You were fucking, you know, you, you're, that's not your dad. And then he goes and visits Thomas Wayne. He sneaks in and does a cool Joker thing where he wears yeah. a costume. He just wears someone's uniform and then, you know, goes into the bathroom and follows Thomas Wayne in there. And he tells him, I'm your son. And Thomas Wayne's like, no, the fuck you're not. Your mom was crazy and she adopted you. And she told everybody that we had kids. And so then... He goes to Arkham. He gets the records, which is a great scene, too, because I love that guy who's uh, Kelsey City's from Atlanta. The yeah. guy that plays the records keeper, and he's like, oh, shit. He's yeah, like, and they start wrestling over the records. No, but so, I just love when he goes, look, dude, I'm just like I a just clerk here. <laughs> like, you really should talk to somebody, but it ain't me. So here's the deal, though, is I get the thing where Thomas Wayne, I also want to get to the point where this is the first time we see Thomas Wayne as an asshole. Yeah. So, Very but, cool. But um, I get where Thomas Wayne in the bathroom of the theater says she was crazy. She, you're adopted. Alfred tells him, no, you're wrong, mate. That's, nah, you're wrong. This, yeah. this wrong. Why does Alfred know? So I'm thinking, why does he know the yeah. intricacies of this? And we're so talking at about this a point, billionaire. And this is at the point where I'm like, I'm still like, I'm checked out. Yeah, yeah. I'm like, I want to every three minutes go, I'm checked out, everyone. Mm. Fuck this movie. It's stupid. Yeah. Joker's not fucking Batman's brother because we all wished it was that easy. Yeah. But it's not. So, and then and then he says that, and then we see the record. But then I realized this. So, one thing you didn't see on the last episode, but this was spoilerificing, is that when... What the fuck is his name? Alex Fleck? Arthur. Arthur Fleck. Fleck. Arthur. It's because he had a different name in Killing Joke. Yeah. It wasn't Arthur. It was like I a think it's name. actually Arthur Fleck in that. I hope so. Maybe I'm wrong. I usually am. Uh, but he, um, he goes, yeah, you see, I, I need to see these documents because they tell me I'm adopted. I'm trying to figure it out. Mm -hmm. And you see that guy looking through the documents and then you see him see a page and he slowed down and he goes, what'd you say your name was again? And he goes, I can't give you these. Because mm -hmm. he's like, Oh shit! I can't. I can't give this guy this shit. No, well, no. It's he gonna, tells him you no, he were doesn't, abused. He he doesn't. Yeah, he tells him that, but he doesn't tell him you were adopted. No, it, you see the you see the adoption letter. No, but 
Arthur doesn't see it. Yeah, because he opens it, we see it, and Arthur sees it. We're After his he steals it from the guy, though. No, then he goes back and steals it, yeah. After he steals it from mm-hmm. the guy. But the guy doesn't want to give it to him because he's like, fuck, I don't want to give this to you. But then he sees it. But then think about this. It's Thomas motherfucking That's Wayne. That's what I'm saying. He's a billionaire. He could easily have loved those He could documents. change anything. So in the end, this movie, it's still up in the air. Yeah, because we you still, know. We still don't know. It, he could be. Well, because you see on the back of one of the pictures of his mom, there's a note that says, you are the light of my life. T.W. Or T.W., yeah. Okay, but... But that could be her. His wife was also delusional and fucking crazy, and she could have done that. What I need to do is, when this is out digital, I'm going to watch it and look at her handwriting from the letter and then look at the handwriting on the back of the picture. And that'll be the mystery. If they had the same hand to write it, then, you know. But, yeah, so... there's... Fuck. Arthur, I mean Alfred, is one of my biggest gripes just because I think I if think you're so. gonna he was in the movie for forty five no, but seconds. if you're just gonna cast him, he's such a art like a big character. Well, the thing is, is like the, also the thing is, is like around that age, Alfred should have been super. He should have been a like a Navy SEAL. Yeah, he should have looked like uh, what's that guy's name? Jesse Ventura. Yeah, when he was like thirty. Yeah, like or like John Cena, but like yeah, yeah. He shouldn't have looked like a pudgy Englishman. Yeah. No offense to the pudgies, but the thing is, if you look at Alfred, Alf- the comics, Alfred he's is like, he's MI six or yeah. some shit like that, and he's like skinny as an adult. You know, yeah, as a grown, yeah like he's old guy. he's MI six. He's a he's a he's a ground combat medic. Yeah. He's a combat field specialist. Like he, Alfred's even had to wear the bat suit before. Yeah, he's not a doughy accentless weirdo yeah he's not just like oh who gets choked by a 120 pound man (laughs) through a fence with a uh with a child's magic uh, flower wand yeah you know so i mean i'm not saying the movie's bad no 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 that's just one of my gripes like things uh to get into other than that other than the age age range of bruce so i guess to get to the end um i mean we don't have to really talk about the climax i think that was great yeah. With the whole show. He gets the yeah. show. I don't really give a fuck about the cops and the chase. No. The I last... liked that part, though, because what I liked is at the very end, you see, like, this is how Joker gets his gang. Which, well, you know. That's what I was going to say. Let's. The last thing I think we should talk about is. So you'll see in the movie, whatever, like, the whole crime happens where Joker kills whoever he kills and he gets arrested. What I like, too, we don't hear the line he says into the camera. It cuts like he gets his Joker moment, yeah. you know, like, and you don't get it, and I like that. And uh, he gets arrested, and then an ambulance crashes the cop car, which mm-hmm. you know that those might even be ambulance drivers. Yeah, because by now everyone has clown masks. Yeah, and they pull him out, and I'm like, why aren't they putting him in the ambulance? Mm-hmm. He could be hurt. They put him on a car. He wakes up. He sees everyone around him. He starts doing his yeah. weird ballet fisticuffs. Yeah. And that's how you see him build his, yeah. his basically Joker gang. And then he makes a bloody smile, which is perfect, too. Yeah. That, that was, was so beautiful. good. And when I watched that bloody smile, because he was bleeding yeah. out of his mouth, I realized that he actually made it with his fingers on his face. And if he would have fucked up and messed it up at any point... It's all one big frame shot. Yeah. It would have taken probably three hours to reset that mm-hmm. scene. 
And it's awesome they did it. But here's the last thing I want to talk about is the Joe Chill shot. Yeah. So at the end of the movie, since they already fucking brought the Waynes in and Bruce is a fucking baby, he's fucking nine years old eight or some shit. T- between eight and he's, ten, I'm yeah, saying I don't eight. even think yeah, I don't even think he's ten. He's like eight yeah. years old. And Joker's like late thirties. Fuck you. He's guys. He- easily thirty years older than him. Yeah. Uh and we see a guy leaning on a wall who just happens to like oh, it happens to be that uh Zorro the Gay Blade was playing at the theater. Well, you know that is canon, what they were watching it's in like 80, Yeah, It came out in 1981 during that time of the and year. I think in 89, Batman, that's what they were watching. I think back then it was just... Am I, was it Zorro the Gay Blade? I think so. Okay. But yeah, because this movie takes place in 1981, and uh, Zorro the Gay Blade came, back, came out in 1981. And, uh, but he's... Luckily, standing out when Zorro the Glade Blade is fucking out, mm-hmm. and he's wearing a Joker mask, and the Waynes walk past him. And during this whole riot shit, they choose to go, they down, choose a to go down a dark weirdo alley, alley yeah. and the guy just fucking goes up and shoots his parents. And he and- says, you get what you deserve, which is the line Joker said, which is stupid. Yeah. That's one thing I'm like, no, Bruce Wayne would remember that and know exactly who the Joker is immediately, because he's a fucking genius. Yeah. And he pulls the pearls. Yeah, we didn't need all that. And we, I mean, no, you always need the pearls. No, no, what I mean is, we didn't need any of it. What we, they needed to show. D- you know what they could have even done? Cut at the M going down the alley and just no, show that cut, guy turn the cut corner. At, not even cut the movie, but cut the scene at that Joker guy leaning on the wall and a pen up to Zoro the Gay Blade yep. and cut it. And you'll know. We don't need to fucking I mean, see the, the baby Bruce and his parents get shot. If you wanted to that allude to that, all we needed was them leaving the theater. And then he's like, let's go down this alley. And then you see that guy turn the corner. Cool comic book shot. Big alleyway. Bad guy to the left. You see the silhouette of the three on the right. You know exactly what's about to happen. Cut to whatever cut you want. Yeah. Even if you want cut on a gunshot sound. Yeah. Just we don't have to see. How many times have we seen the Waynes get shot? Seven. We don't need it. <laughs> so many times. It's in every fucking movie, yeah. dude. Yeah. But other than that, then I think after that it goes to Arkham. You know, Arkham when he's in there and he's like, you know, and it's funny. It was the same woman, right? I don't know. It looked like it her, looked but like. Then her. again, we might be racist for saying that. No, no, no. It's just it I couldn't like remember. Her. I think it's a different lady, but she just had the same attitude. That's the reason. Like no, she was just it was the smirking. same thing. Black woman around the same age, maybe forties, short, like short, puffy hair, like same hair, same face. I think it's a different lady, but doesn't matter. All right, whatever. Different doctor. He ends up killing. Go her. to a metal show. I look like forty thousand other people there. Um, I <laughs> could say you could have ended the movie at him on top of the car too. We didn't need to see okay. him. So my friend Corey kept getting mad at me because when he's on top of the car. Whoa, we dropped the iPad. When he's on top of the car and he's dancing, they have a wonderful fade to black. Mm-hmm. And I go, and I'm obviously, sorry guys, I'm I'm drinking a little bit in the movie. I'm about five shots in. Uh, and I go, cut to credits. Mm-hmm. And then now it's Joker, buddy, killing yeah. the parents. And I go, okay. Cut to credits. Cut to credits. And Corey's like, man, shut up, dude. And I'm like, no, they need to learn when to end their movie. Mm-hmm. And then we get that final shot when Joker's in the asylum. And, and it was I'm good. like, they should have done that three scenes ago and yeah. cut the movie. Yeah. Because when Joker was on the car 
and he got his following. I think yeah. it could have gone from that to the asylum. I don't even think you need it. I think I think it could have been Joker on the car. And in the background, you see the theater that says Batman and the Gay Blade. Yeah. Yeah. And then it goes away. And then let's get the last Arkham. The, or you know what? The Arkham thing with the lady where he's like running around mm-hmm. Scooby-Doo style. Mm-hmm. Uh, Scooby-Doo style. Mm-hmm. Uh, that could have been during the credits. That could have been the fun credits yeah. role. Or you could shuffle it around. You cut to from the tv station you cut to arkham then he's going to court for killing the lady and the joker gang people break him out you get the scene of him on the car and if you want to do the bruce wayne stuff you know you do it then i don't i think we could have done without the wayne no no i agree but what i'm saying is then you end with like now he's free this is how he keeps getting out he's being transferred to go to court for murdering a lady you know a, a separate charge and then these people know it they break him out and then he's like, here I am. I'm the fucking Joker. And he makes the Joker makeup with the blood. And that would have been kind of cool. All right. So last question. Do you want another film with this Joker? Yeah. I would love... Well, I could be okay with or without. Like I said, I think this leads into any of the Jokers other than Heath Ledger pretty well. Like you could see him becoming any of them. I don't think Heath, because he's younger, it just doesn't feel right. Because it's like he's existing for the first time i know i see this going in a completely different direction i see this going into year one well yeah but what i mean is if they never made another movie we could take this and tie it into 89 batman tie it into you know whatever That's what I mean, yeah. it doesn't work because they do give an origin to joker and 89 batman but he could be any of those i would love to see joaquin phoenix continue to play joker would you like to see joaquin phoenix and margot robbie do a joker harley quinn Suicide Squad movie with all the WB hotness? That was a I, fucking trick question, dog. You're supposed to say no. I love Margot Robbie as Harley Quinn. I think she's great. You're looking forward to Birds of Prey? No, but I like her. I, I like her aesthetically as Harley Quinn, and I think she's a great actress. I think she looks... I think... It kind of hurts a little bit how damn how fucking much Harley Quinn she is when you look exactly, at That's what I'm saying. Have like, you seen the Harley Quinn like the Birds of Prey promo yeah. shots? Dude, she looks like Harley dog. Yes. That's <laughs> what I'm saying. Like I think like she's, she's perfect for she it. She was kind of like the best casting it's in the last couple of years. It's not her fault that they wrote she's, a terrible movie. She's Harley, dude. And David Ayer <laughs> directed a terrible movie. Like she deserves a chance to be good. I just I mean, I don't really give a fuck Honestly, about Honestly, Jared Bruce. Leto could have made a great Joker. He could have. His silhouette is perfect for it. He has no, the perfect he, he really face could've. for it. They fucked up with some of the design stuff, but all of the I design. Think, yeah. Shaving his eyebrows, dog shit. Giving the, the him tattoos, tattoos, dog, dog shit. shit. Like, but the thing gold is, gold teeth, dog shit. Even um, I can give half of that to them for the current state of the day. I could, I could give the no. I could give like the snakeskin trench coat. Yeah, and the, I and could the gold see teeth. them doing gangster Joker. Great. And I could see him listening to like, you know, Post Malone and shit. Yes, and I could see him not having like, a hand tattoo of his mouth and yeah, putting it over his mouth and laughing. Yeah. Head and ha, ha, ha. All that shit is terrible. Uh, I could but, see that look minus all the tattoos. Give him green eyebrows so we can just move on with life because it will look a lot better. And, and then make him this younger gangster who then is crazy but then 
becomes. You know, like let yeah. him be like the early stages where he's just trying to and get have a Elseworlds gang. Elseworlds movies have different yeah. periods of movies. Yeah. I mean, I would like uh, other than Birds of Prey, like not so hating on Birds of Prey, but like no offense, there's so many Birds of Prey you can't name them all. Mm-mm. There's too many fucking characters. We're not even ju- dude. Justice League couldn't even handle all of them. Like to give them enough time each. I'm Birds into, of Prey is a bunch of fucking. I'm no into names. Mary Elizabeth Winstead though. She's like my yeah. Hollywood crush. And yeah, I love her. she's great. But like those characters are gonna get no time. I would have loved the. I would have loved the comic book, romantic action comedy Joker Harley film. Oh, hundred percent with I'm Jared 100%. with Jared Leto and her. Yeah, and have having, a good writer and, come in and just and do having a good the story. movie start off with like him in there while she has to electric shock him and then one day he goes you've done this to me long enough let me do it on you once yeah and she goes all right i've trusted you are you okay and then like they have that in like the first 20 minutes of the movie and then by the end of it they're fucking acting up to the point where like they wake up batman at the end of the movie like that would have been really great like birds of prey i'm not trying to hate on birds of prey it's not like i'm anything part like it's like saying let's make a batman and the outsiders film do you know what that is? Yeah, well, Nightwing and the Outsiders, right? No, it's Batman and the... It's Uh-oh. a comic series that you don't know about because it doesn't fucking matter because no one cares. No, I'm with you, and you know what would have been great? You know how you do that? You you have Joker being Joker drawing the story of the original Suicide Squad movie, and you go, oh, that never happened. He's crazy. <laughs> like, look how stupid that would be. And she's like, look how dumb your story is, and they go do cool shit. Yeah. His tattoos aren't there. All that stuff is gone. And you She's just like, have... why you give yourself so many stupid tattoos, Mr. J? Yeah. You're fine just how you are putting. Yeah. And then <laughs> keep it going and you just get a good story. You know, like DC's already fucked it all up. Just write a good movie. But anyways, Joker and was also, good. And also just move up your contrast filter. <laughs> yeah. Please, God. But it was good. Uh, definitely good. I mean, you know, it's if it's out of five and I have halves. Four. Yeah, I'm going to give it a four. Four. I think it was a great movie, great film. It makes you think. It's definitely thought-provoking near the end. Like, again, the beginning, I think, is muddy. Yeah. It, it, some people go, it's slow, but I don't think it's like that it's slow, but it's just like, it's kind of slow. Too but much. it's just, it's it's not, the it's, bec- it's and slow. And it's not as violent as you think. There's like four scenes of violence. Yeah, and it's slow because you think you're going to watch a comic book movie. Mm-hmm. Other than that, you're going to watch a psychological thriller drama. You're going to watch a man have a breakdown. Pretty much. That's it. You're just there to see a man's mental deterioration until he becomes what will eventually be the Joker. Yeah, man. But yeah. Well, anyways, it's now two hours and 40 minutes. God damn it. You know how we do, man. We did it. We were worried this was going to be a short one, but you guys deserve a long one. Yeah. Um, And if you've made it this far, obviously, you know, I'm sorry if you... We're impatiently waiting for Joker, you know, if he came here for that. But we wanted to get everything else out of the way so we could spoil the shit out of it for the people who wanted to hear the whole thing. Um, yeah, and we'll be back. We'll be doing uh, probably let's let's review in the tall grass. I'll do a spoiler with you. We'll we'll go in. Yeah, next, next time. time we come on, watch it. And we'll, we'll do some more movies about let's... it. Yeah, like, well, actually, it's it's Spooktober, so yeah. I'm pretty sure by the time we talk next, it'll be around Halloween time. Yeah, it'll probably be the episode before we. Halloween that you know and we'll do some horror movie stuff and yeah. we'll talk in the tall grass which will be a fun conversation it's a lot of time paradox when we set the schedule for the movies we're going to review because let's just do a couple of either horror we'll do like one or two movies we'll do in the tall grass and then maybe two more something like that so we have yeah. like a show um we'll put them up on Facebook 
And that way you guys can watch and uh, review along with us. Uh, Hi, guys. We love you. Uh, as usual, if you like us, listen to all our friends. You know them. They're on every show. Cedacast. Who's Next Gaming? All, both of their shows. PCL. Yeah. PCL, Leftover Army, Brute Force Lingrams, Shutterbugs, uh, Blurbs R Us. A uh, couple of nerds isn't recording, but go back and listen to all their other shit. Fuck them. Yeah. Uh, and holler at your boy, Jester954, on everything. SoundCloud, Facebook, Instagram, PlayStation. And Kelsey's also Jester954. We, <laughs> you, you didn't, you, he skipped through last episode because he was on his way and he wanted to hear Joker, but I made that joke later that like, find her on everything. She's Jester954 because I'm like, get Jesse some free <laughs> likes because they think he's a girl. Um, but we love you. And we'll see you next time. Take care of yourself, guys.